What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang for being here, being involved, and being active. And that's you. On this YouTube channel. And shout out to the 10 Toes Up ladies. All right. Today's your weekend. This is your weekend. They're going to be active out here. And I see a lot of brothers. They say, Coach ain't lying. These junior college girls lining up. Them young girls don't want you. All you have to say is, all right, or you can run some game or have a mouthpiece. Either way, it goes. The junior college is lining up out here, aren't they, bro? All right, man, look, man, the wedding in the, the marriage industry is dying. I mean, listen, man, Generation Z, it's your generation, guys. Uh, the, you know, you can, have, you can have your women your way. It's like Burger King. All right, they're selling a bit. Shout out to the celibate ladies out here. Because Coach is buying a bit. I got money. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. I've taken so many men to the dark side. How many men? How many men have gone to the dark side? Us, us, me, Coach, Leonardo DiCaprio. All right. And look at what's happening to Tom Brady and the likes of those people, man. All they're hearing is, I'm not happy. what a wonderful world we live in. What a wonderful world. Uh, shout out to the dark side. And some of your nieces and, and some of your nephews are. Some of your nephews out here selling a bit with that reading rainbow, man. What a world to live in, man. Yeah, him a metaphile. Him a metaphile. He got it going on. Hey, man, you can order it up. Listen, you know what I mean? When they had Uber Eats, you were like, who would order from a restaurant? By the time the food gets to you, it's going to be disgusting, right? Remember when Uber Eats came out and everybody was like, oh, that don't make sense. And now Uber Eats is a thing. Most women don't do nothing but order from Uber Eats. Well, I have my own form of Uber Eats as well. It's called the Junior College. <laughs> All right. Anyway, man, take women out for a date. Mm -mm. Sit back. You're 40. I'm 40. We'll make a wonderful power couple. Right. <laughs> Selling me them old groceries. Selling me them old groceries, ladies. Boy, you guys got some stiff competition out here. It's very stiff competition. So look, 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 look. Before we get into the show, the name of the show today is why good girls are really just bad girls. They're really just bad girls, right? We hear about the good girls. You always talk about the straggles. You're already talking about the low quality women. What about us high quality women? What about us bougie, uppity up, muckety muck women? All right. What about them? They're just bad girls who haven't been caught yet. We're going to talk about them. Shout out to the good girls. All right, we love the good girls. I'm going to give you some great story. We're going to have story time here about some of the good girls I done caught being bad. All right, you know you're out there, ladies. I know, man. I'm exposing the truth behind some of the behaviors that you guys do when you're not around your man, when you're just dating. All right, you're just dating. Oh, I'm just messing around. I, I haven't been in a relationship for five years. Mm, one of those. You're one of those. We're going to talk... I'm going to tell you how I found out you were a bad girl. Okay, so we're going to talk about that today. We're going to talk about Kevin Durant spreading his seed among, among pornography stars, pornography stars, as we asked to call it over here. I don't know why I censored myself. I'm, I'm already been canceled. By the way, we're back up in Spotify. We're back up on Spotify. They tried to cancel me on the sneak, and I caught them with their hand in a cookie jar. I caught they asked what they hid in the cookie jar. Somebody asked without a super chat, Coach, is the junior college better than regular college? <laughs> That's good. Uh, all, all junior colleges is the regular college, right? San Diego State, Arizona State, the junior college. You know, Wisconsin, Madison, junior college. All right, because most of the women that are doing the, the damage that you're going to catch their ass on is either going to be freshman and sophomore year and then postgraduate. 
All right, post-grad, meaning after they graduate with their degree. These are going to be the most desperate, not the desperate. These are going to be the most available women to you. And even Joe Biden knows this. And we're going to talk about Joe Biden here in a second. We're going to talk about, sorry. But even Joe Biden knows this. Are you a freshman at the university? No, no. (laughs) You look like a freshman. (laughs) Well, thank you. Even Joe Biden knows freshman, sophomore year. All right. And so why I know this and why I call it the junior college freshman and sophomore year. Right. That's where you're going to get them. That's when you're going to get them because they're curious. I'm curious. I want to know what's on your mind. I'm curious. This one ain't the most hungry. This one, they the most out here. They need some books. This is when reality is slapping their ass in the face. This is when they say I can make more lying up under coach than I can do making Subway sandwich for construction workers. Ask Haley. You know what I mean? Them, hey, listen, this is when they go to their second semester or freshman year and sophomore year and they go to the book line. You know what I mean? They go to the bookstore. OK, I need this book. I need this book. They get to the register and the book be like they'd be like uh, thirteen hundred dollars. And they'd be like, damn. And they'd be like, hi, daddy. <laughs> hi, daddy. You're like, oh, 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 what, what do you need? I'm, I'm a little bit full this week, uh, perhaps next week. And like, daddy, I need some books. Anyway. <laughs> all right. And they're not just calling me. They sending out a whole damn bat signal. All right. They're like, hey, uh, there's got to be some 46-year-old men. There got to be some 50-year-old man I can lie up underneath. And don't think they're not doing this. I know some of the blue pill people are here. Shout out to the blue pill people. All right, you guys already skedaddled. Uh, But shout out to some of the blue pill people. You guys don't even realize this is happening until I kind of opened this up. I kind of opened the floodgates to this up. Um, And uh, if you want some real details on this one, I mean, you're going to be you're going to be shocked. If you're not ready, you're not ready. Uh, These are your future wives. I'm just letting you guys know. All right. Yes, these are your future wives that uh, the junior college. (laughs) Um, Go to my members only content. Coach Greg We go over this every week Uh, for people that really are trying to argue me down on this. I don't know why you can spend five bucks. You can cancel it at the end of the month. Who cares? All right. I'm not trying to be like, you got to stay for a year. It's probably cheaper for you to stay longer. I'm sure they have a deal over there on locals. But when you, he says, it's great being ignorant. (laughs) It is. It's kind of great. It's kind of like, well, as long as I oblivious to this, it's not happening. Guys, in this market right now, in this economy, the the most prevalent form of mating going on right now is prostitution. I'm just letting I'm just letting you know. And when I say this, it's not just the seeking or junior college girls. Women are overwhelmingly going, especially black women. And this is who the ones you could you can't trust the most. And I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to back it up. Because they're over, overwhelmingly saying, well, the average black man makes $44,000 a year. I'm not going to do it. That, that literally is prostitution. I'm just letting you know. They just put a numerical number on accessing them. That would be prostitution. And I've been telling you this, dating stems from prostitution, right? And so I've been educating you on this and opening some of your guys' eyes. Some of you guys are still not with it. You guys are still in the 1980s pimp mode of tricking. While your normie women are out there 
selling themselves, all right, for a price. They are putting a price tag on it. All right. So a woman will say, if it ain't a $250 date, I mean, that would be prostitution. I mean, listen, let's just call it what it is. In the meantime, your niece, your cousins, your sisters, some of your daughters are out there. Some of the women you work with, some of the coworkers you work with, some of the coworkers you work with that are talking about, oh, I go on trips and vacations a year. Look like it. This woman makes $40,000 a year. How's she doing it? And then you come to my members only site and then you put two and two together. Then you make a problem. Then you start looking and surfing yourself. And then you're going, ding, there's my coworker right there. There's my next door neighbor college girl right there. There's my cousin. There's, <laughs> it starts going on and on and in. And it's a secret because these women can act like it's a dating app. So um, this is how it's, this is what's going on. And not only that, Instagram has been that. Oh, booking information. Oh, I'm a model. When a, when a woman says they're a model, a model by itself is defined as a prostitute. I mean, that's what a model is. But then when they say I'm a model and I do, you're like, where have I ever seen you? I've never seen you on anything. Okay. But models have access to men who are willing to pay, right? They're a part of a modeling agency. agency, And they're also a part of an escort agency many times. It's probably almost close to one and the same. Many of the big fashion models did work on the side as a little. I got all proof on this, by the way. Um, but um, related to this, related to this, when I said the black women and some of the black women you can't trust on this one, uh, just go look up the story of Jason Pope. Look up the story of one Jason Pope. Okay. And I so showed you that story the other day. He got allegedly 600 black women. This is a white man. He allegedly got 600 black women exposed to i believe hiv now you do the numbers and you look at the representation in south carolina there's only 600 black women in the whole state you see what i mean and so when you're going how are they how did he get guys i want you to try this <laughs> i want you to try this try to get try to invite 600 women to your house right now <laughs> Try to try to invite 600 women to your house and see how successful you are. It's a pretty tough task. But this young man probably was under the age of 40 and he managed it. How? Think, think. That was a white guy that did it. Think of think of how he managed that. So when you think about how he managed it, let's look out and let's put those 600 women out into what we call blue pill into the matrix. Put them out into the general population of South Carolina. Okay, now you got to go, which one, how many celibates do we have out here? That's a hell of a lot of celibates, <laughs> right? That's a hell of a lot of celibates, right? So anyway, <clears throat> somebody's trying to distract me here. Seems like he's the only one. But I'm telling you, why did they put themselves in that situation? Why did they put themselves in that? It, it, it's a weird dynamic when you really start putting together. And so when I tell you, People are putting blinders on. That's a form of putting blinders on. You're want to say, oh, these 600 women went to this one dude's house and got victimized? Absolutely not. There's a lot of celibates. And that's a hell of a lot of celibates for a small place in South Carolina. And he was willing to at least lure him there for buy a bits. <laughs> you see what I mean? Open your eyes. And I listen, there's plenty of ways you can open your eye. IG models, flued out, the flued out culture, the junior college seeking uh dancers how many of these young girls work as strippers on and off 
Okay. They come in and they come out just like they come in and come out of seeking. They go in and go out of college. How did you work your way through college? Oh, I had a guy, you know, he paid for. They have an auto repair catastrophe. How, how did you get it fixed? Oh, the, the mechanic, the mechanic fixed it for me. And he, he said, have a Coke and a smile and a nice day, right? Mm. No. Yeah. When they go to Dubai, we showed you plenty of videos of those girls, models, going over to Dubai, reading off what they're going to do when they get over there with camels and underage boys and sheiks. I mean, it's, but you guys still don't think it's prostitution. You still don't put two and two together. And that's because you're either blue or purple pill. And not only that, not only that, you'll go on dates with these women. All right. Remember, we're going to talk about the spectrum later. You'll go on a date with this woman and you'll never put two and two together because most times, Men don't want to ask the hard questions on dates. You don't want to ask the hard questions on dates. You allow her to ask you all the difficult questions. Now, the difficult questions you can ask, you can eliminate her uh, right off the bat. But since you're desperate yourself as a man, and it's understandable, you don't want to mess up the opportunity that you have in front of you. It was hard enough to just get the woman to the table. So now you have her to the table and you don't want to ask the difficult questions. But there's many red flags that she's going to throw up. And you should be going in on that one to disqualify her, but you don't because you're desperate or you're a blue pill or you want to think, well, this is one of the good ones. This is one of the good ones. And, um, you know, I don't want to mess this up, but then she'll clearly give you indications that she's teetered on the line of what we call prostitution. She's teetered on that line, if not crossed it altogether, if not erased the entire damn line. Okay. And when I tell you this, you just got to wake up. All right. Do me a favor, like the stream right here. Before we get belly deli, we should have at least half people, at least. This is how you help me out because this is how you contribute to today's show. So strike that like button, okay? Also, Dollar Sign CGA Live is how you contribute to today's show before we go into the weekend. Coach Greg Adams TV over on Venmo to have a longer contribution and to have a longer contribution as well over on PayPal. PayPal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams. We're going to put it here on the chat. Hey, paypal.me backslash coach Greg Adams. I know people are like, oh, him asking for money. Him trying to make money on the internet. All right. Um, as if that's a dumb strategy. But um, what, what we have to understand, oh my goodness, this thing's moving up. Uh, what we have to understand is um, I'm giving you guys a lot of information in game. I don't come out here and just sit here and tell you to donate and don't do anything. I entertain, I educate, I make, I provoke thought. I push the envelope. And all of that stuff. And I make you guys, you know, I make two and a half hours pass when you're at your job. All right. So shout out to everybody at their job. Of course, you should be listening to me on headphones. But there are members. There's members of the coach gang at your job, too. But, you know, just like the hookers out here, they don't want to reveal themselves. So y'all got to stay on the low, though. All right. We got some earlier contributions here. Oh, did you guys see Joe Biden's speech? Anybody? Anybody? Um. If you missed it, we're just going to go ahead and give you a couple of uh, a preview real quick. Uh, Joe Biden gave a very, very riveting, riveting speech last night. And um, it reminded me some things because you guys know I study leadership and dictatorships and whatnot. Uh, let's go ahead and show you a couple of minutes of Joe Biden's speech here. Let's go ahead. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Oh, is it? Sorry, sorry, sorry. Hold up. I pulled up the... Wait a minute. Hold up for... Hey, stop. Hey, Kaylee. 
Stop the wait, 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 wait. Hold, hold on. How do I stop? This is not the one. Wait a minute. Hold up. Is it? Wait, let me stop. Okay, I got it. I got it. I hit the button. Wait, that's not the right video. Hold on for a second. Hold up. Wait a minute. Who did that? New, 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 new world order. Hold on for a second. Let me go. This is the Hold on. Man, Kaylee, Kaylee. Look, I'm going to tell you one more time. I'm going to have to fire you from your job. I told you to get my clips ready. This the right one. Hold on for a second. This, this is the one I meant to show you right now. Hold on for a second. <laughs> this is the one right here. Here it is here. Okay. Hold up. I know some people, man. I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened. Uh, this is the speech that I wanted to show you. Here we go. Um, let's see here. <laughs> let's show you this one here. Please welcome the President of the United States and Dr. Jill Biden. All right. This is the one. This is the one. This is the one for Joe. Uh-huh. Hold up. Wait a minute. Why is everything turning red, bro? What in the... What? What in the world is this? has been paid for by the new world order y'all hearing that new, 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 new world order. wait a minute has been paid for by the new world order is this the speak Anybody hear those sounds? What? My fellow Americans. What? Please, Hold up. What is? Wait a minute. New, 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 I speak to you tonight <clears throat> from sacred ground in America. Independence Hall. I'm sorry. Hold on for a second. This cannot be happening right here. This, I know I don't see what I think I see. <laughs> they not even trying to hide it no more. I know some of you normies, you NPCs, you knuckle draggers, you mouth breathers, oxygen thieves, you ham and eggers don't have a clue of what you just saw. You don't have any idea of the significance of imagery. You guys have been missing it watching Beyonce. You guys have no idea of what you're watching. You, you guys haven't put two and two together yet. I know most of you guys are born somewhere between 1990 and 2008, right? So you don't even know what you're looking at. <laughs> you guys don't know. But the significance of what you just saw cannot be understated. I'm not going to explain it to you, but I've already explained it to you, and I've been going pretty far here. But just the lighting in the background itself should be able to make you understand that uh, th this is a very significant, somebody planned that. 
somebody planned that imagery. And then they put it out there to the masses, in which we know the masses are the deaf, dumb, and blind. They're not gonna put, they're not gonna connect the significance here. But that in itself, just the lighting scheme in itself, and the fact that they planned that as a demonstration, and they're trying to send a message. They're very listen, there's nothing that happens by coincidence or happenstance. There's nothing that happens by mistake. No one mistakenly put that lighting scheme together. <laughs> I mean, no one. So when you understand that, when you understand what's going on here, this is just a warning. And they're, they're setting a lot of traps for you. Listen, we're gonna, before, we, we're, before we get into that, I'm going to acknowledge the earlier contributors to today's show. That, is, I, that, that to me would be alarming, but for, because I've studied these things. You know what I mean? I, you know why I study them? Because, you know, I'm Thanos himself. But a lot of you guys are unaware. It's okay. It's absolutely fine. What's wrong with that? And of course, you can show other politicians that have been in the United States that have done similar. I'm not saying that he's the only one that's done something like that. But that imagery, that imagery is absolutely, he says NPCs are, NPCs are cheering and applauding. They're like, what's wrong with that? Well, that should tell you so. That should tell you a whole bunch. Anyway, where are we at here? Let's get to the earlier contributors to today's show. I'm sorry I clicked the wrong message. Uh, you can blame my assistant, Kaylee, for clicking on the wrong speech. I told her to bring up a speech, and she brought that one up. So anyway, shout out to Coach Alini in the building. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. That was significant. I don't think you guys know. All right, shout out to the dictator. Every time I say your name, I have to say pause, like Magic Johnson. All right, anytime you say Magic Johnson, you must follow pause. Because in itself, if you guys know anything about language and communication, Magic Johnson has significance. It, it's a double entendre. And it has always been a double entendre, but they got you to say it into the point where you don't realize. <laughs> you don't realize that Magic Johnson really meant something and then later on they showed you the significance of what a magic johnson is you see what i mean they 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 put that in you right they put that in you and then so um anyway and they knew it from the beginning right this is why they used that i don't know if you know about media um i knew some media member i worked with media members um as because um every sports uh, every college team has a sports information director and these sports inform information directors are kind of nerdy and they're media people. And so they will always have a tagline for something and they will, it would always be a double entendre. It would always have a double meaning and they would put it in there to, to kind of draw you into an article. This is what beat writers do. They'll create a tagline or they'll create a headline or a byline to draw you in. And it always has like a double meaning. You know what I mean? I, I, I wish I, I wish I prepared examples for you, but the media named Irvin Johnson, Magic Johnson. They named him that. The media did that. And of course, they said it was because he was a magician with the basketball. But also, it also would draw you in because the term Magic Johnson. <laughs> pause. Would draw you in. You would automatically go, what? Magic Johnson. And then you would want to read it. <laughs> okay all right so shout out to magic let's just call him magic from here on out 
Yeah, it sparks your interest. You're gonna catch on to it. Magic Johnson, what are they talking about? A Magic Johnson. Oh, okay, the basketball player. All right. <laughs> These are the tricks that people use against the human brain because, right? Um, similarly, <laughs> I'm here to educate, right? I'm here to educate. So uh si similar to the dictator, or she takes dictation. Oh, this is my secretary. She takes dictation. Would you take dictation today? That's a double entendre, right? That you could have a double meaning. She loves to take dictation in the meetings. Right? If somebody said that in the HR would be marching right down to the office right there. All right, this meeting will be interrupted. <laughs> All right. So anyway, the dictator says, pause. He says, shout out to Tom Brady for proving. Oh. Yeah, you can't win. Your girl, your ride or die, for, uh, eventually, eventually will die. And she will not ride with you no more. Shout out to Preston You, He says, pain to not have sex is real. The marriage will. Yes, indeed. So we have to come up with the name of what would be the opposite of a trick, which would be a man who's married and doesn't have sex with his wife, but he, he still pays. What a tragic position to be in. Shout out to Robert P. Elliott. He says, you were making 80K at Stony Brook. Thought it was 65K. Well, I don't know what you're comparing to. I mean, listen, I mean, you're saying you've watched so many streams and then you're trying to figure out how to patch in, trying to catch me in the lie. Or were you the one that actually challenged me to, I can't remember. All right, definitely was not 60K. Uh, he says, maybe I misheard you, but I thought you said 65K. Oh man, shit. I mean, you, we're talking about salaries at Stony Brook. Jesus. Mm. I'm not about to go in on that. Fuck. <laughs> All right, I'm not about to go in and you got, okay, got you, coach. We got you with the real salary at Stony Brook. Mm. <laughs> All right, shout out to Pele Manuel. All right, in the building. Thank you, sir. All right, David, David College says, thank you for answering my question versus college versus the junior college. It's all the junior college. All right, college age women are junior college, no matter what. Shout out to um, Galloway is. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm not going to talk about that because people be getting in their feelings about that subject. Boy, they were in their feelings yesterday. So I'll acknowledge you, brother. Shout out to you. He's talking about this. <laughs> and people, for some reason, think that's a sneak. This that's just humor. It's light humor. I would expect people to do that when I when I that's not a diss. All right. Um, I don't know if you watch Jordan Lee Peters, Jesse Lee Peterson. When he say he did, she did. It's the same thing. I'm not dissing the person because they dead. We're all going to die. And at some particular point, far, far, far down the line, I'm going to die and somebody's going to do this. It's not a diss. <laughs> that is not a diss. That would be an actual fact. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that would be a fact. That, that is how is that a diss? I mean, but no, I mean, I get it. I know I because I was trying to figure out where they see in the sneak this. They I think I think they're talking about that. That would be it. That would be a fact. Anyway, <laughs> when I when I go and it's going to be years and decades from now, I'm going to live for a long time. But I expect somebody to do that to me, too. What am I going to do? Come back. What is this? You guys know that when you're dead, you don't even know it. Do you even know that?
like right here, you're alive like this and you know you're alive. And then all of a sudden, you don't know you're dead. You just, you're just not alive anymore. <laughs> Nobody dead cares. <laughs> you just taking a dirt nap. Some of you guys are already dead. Are right, you just here stealing oxygen right now? <laughs> All right, anyway, it's the same when you fall asleep, right? When you're like this. Yeah, somebody just said it. Uh, John, it's the same as falling asleep right here. You're like, oh, I better stay up. I'm trying to stay up. I'm trying to stay up. Your eyes getting heavy. You know you're trying to stay up, but then you don't know you're asleep. You were just previously awake. And then you wake up. Oh, shit. I fell asleep. It's the same thing when you. You won't even know it. You won't even know it. <laughs> All right. Anyway, shout out to John for that one. You won't even know. So why are you caring about people who don't even know it? He's not even aware. This is just the brutal truth that we teach you here. So go live your life. The point of that is go live your life. You guys are worrying about dying all the time. This is why I made fun of people all 2020 and 2021. I was like, y'all worrying about dying. Just go live. You're going to die anyway. Shout out to Big Doe Butter. He says, stop letting these bullies, I mean, women use you. And they use you through, uh, we call it shame, blame, and explain, I suppose. Jason Webb. He says, for continued support, coach, uh, appreciate you, man. VMAD, the real VMAD, seek first the kingdom. And maybe then you will know you're not alive anymore. Just chill. No government name says, showing my appreciation for all the knowledge. Thank you, sir. Before Spotify does what their trickery is, I caught them a hand in the cookie jar. Him, him tried to get canceled. All right, XL Pro Services is back in the building. All right, yeah. Let me get... Catch a couple of uh, Venmos. P PayPal people like, show, yo, show me some love. Okay. All right. Uh, Albert Ingram, do you think the uh, seizure of Trump's estate will have an impact or a huge impact on the election? Uh, they're trying all they can to stop him from running. And they're, they're honestly scared of him. I mean, whether whatever side of the aisle you you live on, they are um, they are they're scared of him running. So they're trying just about everything to prevent that. All right. Uh, so it will have an impact. I mean, I'm kind of scared for Trump, to be honest with you, because the what they're the, the situation that they're putting around him, you know, could put him in harm's way. I hope not, though. Shout out to Eddie says your red flag stream was spot on. A girl in my rotation was addicted to Percocets. She said she spent around fifty thousand dollars in three years on them. And she also smokes cigarettes. The financial cost was the only thing I was thinking of. Thank you for opening my eyes. All right, I tell you things like that. Look for girls who do uh, smoke weed and black and miles and cigarettes and have tattoos. They're mostly reckless with their money, and they'll also be broke all the time. And if they have dogs, I know I have a dog, but if you have a dog and you're not uh, making significant money, many as a female, many times you're broke. There's actually a trend going on on Instagram that says, uh, show, me how, show me why you don't have any money. And the women will think you'll think they're going to show shoes and they show their dog. Guys, dogs cost a hell of a lot of money. All right. I was actually shocked. I mean, between veterinarian bills, the dog gets sick, dog insurance or pet insurance, pet in general, pet insurance, food, toys, 
And if this person is tight on their finances already, they're going to be tight with you. They're going to say they make an X amount of dollar. But if they, and these people have two debt, two pets, they'll have two and three pets. And I'm going, I know you're broke. <laughs> no, you're broke. Um, so anyway, uh, that those are red flags to look for when you're dating, right? They're, they're dating. They're, they're, I know some women that go on dates, they take the food back to their pet. So it's crazy. And if they say they're a dog mom, they're going to be broke. They're going to be broke. Last one. My name is Derek. And this video is for proof that I'm traveling to Dudu Dubai with Mrs. Patel. He says, while there, he says, well, oh, yes. <laughs> he says, while there, I'll be, I can't say all of that. This is a family show. He's having orgies or she's having orgies. Remember that? I showed you that. That woman that got up there, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. And she was like, thank you. See you soon, honey. And see you a 13 year old son, man. I'm telling you, man, boy, the, the things that happens here, it's crazy, crazy, crazy. All right. So let's get back to the show. All right. Thank you for being here and hit, hit, hit that like button. Hit, 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 hit. Oh, shit. I didn't mean to do that. Hey, man, I want to uh, also acknowledge that there's a lot of financial stuff going on in our country. People are trying to find their way, find their path. And one of the things that I keep seeing is that uh, people keep falling for things that are going to set them back. And of course, somebody mentioned this the other day. The community is they're laying significant traps for you financially to ensnare you into debt. And I tell you, debt is slavery. No, no, 100 percent. Debt is a form of slavery. As a matter of fact, people who worked as um, indentured servants were basically debt slaves until the debt was paid off and then they could be free. And uh, so we have this idea that we are free or we had been freed by a certain institution, but they found a different way to imprison you or and, and enslave you, I should say, and that is through de debt and imprisonment. Most of the time, the public school leads you into this because what I call the public school indoctrination camp, my biggest red flag against them is most of the things that you guys get into uh, after the age of 18 is going to be uh, stuff that the public school should have educated you about, right? It's going to be the law, legal consequences, meaning misdemeanors and felonies. Public school doesn't even touch on that. Marriage, marriage, the cost of marriage, the, the cost of raising kids. Public school should have a class on that. They might touch on that in a unit or a chapter, but they should have classes on this. Home ownership. Did you guys realize I'm not a big proponent of home ownership because that's one of the things that people push you into. And then later on, you find out, wow, I didn't know this and I didn't know that. There should be classes about this. There should be classes on investments. There's chapters and units about this. There should be classes on this. This should be classes on what you're going to do when you attain a college degree. What's the reality? What's the reality? And how much is it going to cost you if you take out a student loan debt? And is it going to be worth it? There should be classes on this, but the public school indoctrination camp does not do this. And hence, you guys get out, and the first thing you do is compound yourself with masses amount of debts. And so what I'm trying to tell you is, it's probably not the thing to do. So what the, th the thing you'll do is you'll get a student loan debt. You'll get three, four years of this. You'll, you'll get married right after that. And you'll buy a house or in one of those orders. And then essentially sinking yourself in millions of dollars of debt. And that's not even the consumer debt. That's not even the car payment. That's not even the liabilities. So you're in millions of dollars of debts in and, and in such, you're going to be in what we call uh, 30 years of hell. 30 years of hell i mean you're gonna be playing this i'm gonna get back i'm gonna get it back i'm gonna get back, right and i give you the um 
the uh, comparison that there's a person working in Taco Bell right now that's in better financial position than you. Although you have better earning capacity over a period of time, that person has zero debts. And that's what really separates you because if you really want to know what determines your net worth, it is your debts. It is not what you have in the bank. Many people don't have a million dollars in the bank. But then if we determine what your net worth is, many of your net worth is at ground zero. Many of your net worth is in the red, and it'll be that way for, for 30 years, okay? Now, debt causes stress. It causes anxiety. It causes depression. It causes a multitude of things. And I see people keep falling into the same trap. I talked about this with the electric cars, and this is coming to be true because they don't tell you about the car battery that you're going to need to replace in excess of $15,000. Now, I know you're not going to have that, at the end of your electric car purchase after seven years, you're not going to have it. In essence, then you're going to have to do what? Finance a car battery, mm. right? These are the hidden things that they don't tell you about. And we've been a part of this. I've been here for 46 years. I've seen plenty of these things between student loan debt, the housing crisis, the mortgage crisis. Remember that, All right? Um, and then um, th did I say student loan debt? All right, there was another one that I'm missing out on. So, um, Here's another one. Here's another one. I want you to pay attention. Solar panel. Oh, solar solar panels. Solar panels. I, I I just want you to think about something about a solar panel panel. If you're in a place where there's solar, that might work for you. But if you're in a place in the Midwest, Oregon, Washington, they're probably not going to work out for you. They don't get much sun. They don't get much sun. Here's another example here. Um. Bank of America has launched a zero down payment mortgage to help minorities buy their first house. Mm. Well, thank God for Bank of America. <laughs> uh, but a zero down payment mortgage. Well, this is a bank. Obviously, banks are in, in they're not in the position or the business of giving. So I would be worried about something like this. I would be considering that this is not to be an investment, but more of a trap. But a lot of people aren't going to see that. A lot of people are going to say, well, what's going on here? Is this more predatory lending? What don't we know about this? Bank of America is launching the new zero down payment, zero closing cost mortgage product to help members of predominantly minority communities buy their first home. First of all, uh, the, home, the housing prices are continuing to escalate, although not at the rate they were last year. We're seeing high, high mortgage rate. I'm uh, sorry, high um, housing prices. The market is a little bit inflated. At this time, we expect the bubble to burst. So they're rolling out this program. At the time, the housing prices are, have reached its near peak, and they're only going to come tumbling down at this particular point. And so you're going to get in zero closing costs, zero down payment. Of course, they're going to pack that in somewhere else into the principal, right? They're going to put that into the principal, and they're going to put interest in it, I'm sure, at the peak of the housing price. I think that's absolutely catastrophic. For them to do this or for you to do something like this, but you do what you need to do. If you feel like you have one on a home, go ahead. Okay. But I think this is more symptomatic or emblematic of racism or cornering you than it is helping you. But that is just me. That is just me. It's another, somebody said it's a finesse to minorities. This is, would be a finesse move. All right. But a lot of times they will uh, phrase it as we're trying to help the, the minority, but they're trying to help people who, potentially may be ignorant. 
Okay, and I've seen this before. And again, a lot of you guys haven't been born during the housing crisis, right? You were probably just born in the middle of it. So you have no idea about what finances are. You have no idea of how things work since 90% of us lemmings have gone to public school. And they've never instructed us. So I remember during the initial predatory lending phase, and I actually have a mortgage. Um, I actually have a real estate license, and I worked in a mortgage company for about eight months. All right. If you can line that up to the previous time that I said that it was roughly eight months right at the peak as the housing prices were going crazy. And I remember a lot of people were getting into these so-called predatory loans, but they weren't called predatory loans. They were called subprime mortgages. They were called subprime mortgages aimed at ninja, ninja, ninjas or named at people who could not afford homes. So what what happened is as the housing prices were escalating exponentially. People were telling them, hey, because of the appreciation is so great, it is better to get in these things with an adjustable rate mortgage, no down payment, um, no disclosure of assets, no disclosure of income, and then you would pay interest only over a period of time. Now, that sounds good for a small group of people that are financially, fiscally intelligent, but they rolled this out to lemmings. They rolled this out to NPCs. We're back for a little while right here. Hey, uh, wait a minute. Um, I have to take a phone call real quick. Uh, yeah, I know. Listen, I know for a second. Look, I'm trying to, I, I know I'm educating these. New, 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 new world order. Uh, so you want me to dial it back a little bit? You want me to not educate them? 
Okay, listen, um, I'm going to get back to the show. You want me to shuffle and tap dance? You want me to talk about idiot stuff? Okay, all right, all right. Let's get back to the Mickey Mouse topics. All right, I was getting too close to home. All right, so uh, what I'll do is, all right, listen, what do you want to do? What do you want to do? You want me to sell my soul? Okay, I got it real quick. Okay, we'll sell our soul. Oh, listen, I'm going to get back to the show. These people don't know. They're unaware. They're absolutely unaware of what I do here, so um, I'll sell my soul. Okay, is that what you want me to do? Okay, stick to the goofy topics. Okay, all right. Oh, Lizzo, fat, fat Lizzo. All right, Lizzo and Aerie Spears. You want me to stick to that? Okay, got it. All right, barely stick to that. Okay, you want me to talk about what? Something that doesn't matter? Okay, got it. All right. Uh, you want me to just talk about TikTok girls? Girls on TikTok? Oh, got it. All right, I'll get thousands of views. I'll get thousands of views for doing reviewing TikTok videos. Oh, okay. All right. Listen, I'll sell my soul and I'll just degrade myself and lower myself to the lowest common denominator. Okay, I got it. All right. And I'll claim to be a genius and know that real red pill ish, right? Okay, yes, absolutely. All right, I'll do that. And can you keep my show alive? Okay, yes. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh yeah. Uh chase views. All right. And say very little important. Okay, yes. Okay, I'll do exactly that. All right, yes. Listen, can I get my channel? But can I get it back here? All right, can I get? Can okay. I'm gonna come back on screen. All right. Thank you very much. Okay. Goodbye. Okay. Man, let me unmute myself. Y'all didn't hear that, did y'all? Y'all didn't hear that. I thought I had my button muted, but you. I was on the phone in YouTube. And uh, what they wanted me to do is put on a performance. Stop talking. They said uh, they said they can continue with the show. So I'm going to come in and tell you guys uh, the stuff that they really want you to do. I can do some shuffling, too. Look out, man. What you going to do? Look out, boys. It's coming through. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. All right, ladies and gentlemen, um, let's talk about TikTok. And girls saying dumb things on TikTok. How about that? All right. I, I forgot what we were talking about. Where am I? I think we should look at TikTok videos of the girls. I think that would be absolutely genius, huh? Hold on for a second. Um, um, I, I, uh, 38, 50, 11 minutes of TikTok girls acting dumb. Hold on for a second. All right, uh, here we go. 5011 minutes of TikTok girls doing stupid stuff. Here it comes. Lots of views. <laughs> I got fired on my day off. All right, shout out to everybody. Listen, man, I don't even know what we were talking about, honestly. So let me get into these super chats, and then we'll get on to Lana, Lana Rhodes and Kevin Durant. All right, that should draw them in. <laughs> Oh, man, here we go. They was like, nah, we ain't talking about. Look, I was trying to help y'all mortgage finesse, but they was like this. New, 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 new world order. They don't want me to talk about it, so here we go. Let's dumb down. We're going to dumb down. Like Lauren, Lauren, Hill, Lauren Hill, Hill tried to tell you. She says, I'll add a MF so you ignorant ninjas hear me. I almost said it. But uh, yeah, man, we got to dumb it down. We're going to dumb it down. You try to stay on the important topics to, to fiscally get you fiscally responsible. And it was like, nope. All right. So we'll go down to the dumb down topics. We'll go back. Why are you always talking about dumb down topics? Well, as you can see, <laughs> that's where they like me to talk about. It. So we'll talk about it. We'll dumb you down. 
We'll keep you dumb ass. <laughs> oh, man. There we go. Yeah, they was like, nah, we gonna pull the plug on all that. So if you ever see why your content creators always stay on dumbed down topics, there you are right there. All right, shout out to, uh, who is this in here? Run Forest Run here. He says, keep up the great work. Sorry to hear about T-Mon. Rest in peace to T-Mon in the building. And shout out to Run Forest Run. Good to see you back over here, man, contributing on the PayPal. Who do we have over here? Uh, we got, uh, who is this? All right, this was all at midnight. He says, Coachy. He says, can you favorite Kaylee? Can my favorite Kaylee get the applause sound? She starts beauty school in a few weeks. That's a red flag. Uh, every time she tells me how excited she is, I think of so I can focus on my career and start laughing. Have a great weekend. Uh, yeah. Hey, boy, beauty school. Yeah, that's a that's a red flag. Most of them aren't going to do anything with that. I don't know how much beauty school costs, but that's going to be a financial L for most of them. All right. Because I know hairstylists. I know hairstylists. They be struggling even when they do well. Because the problem with being a hairstylist that does well is you're super duper busy, right? And a lot of them don't want to be that busy. They don't want to be that busy, right? So a lot of hairstylists, right, they'll start charging crazy amounts of money and they'll still be busy, but they're they're working their fingers to the bone, right? They're exposing themselves to, I'm giving y'all too much. Let me stick to the dumbed down topics, all right? But they're exposing themselves to excessive amount of chemicals. They're working all through the night. Right, all through the night braiding hair and putting in hair weave. So they'll never be around. I mean, you got to catch them early in the morning. And even then, they tired. It's it's and if they have kids, forget about it. You're gonna be if you if they have kids when you meet a hairstylist, forget about it. And they're most likely will have kids. And um, what's what's gonna happen is you'll be babysitting their kids, waiting for them to come home to finish a cut and a color. Right. And uh, you gotta remember a, a hairstylist also works. They work at the hours most people don't work. So some woman's coming from her job to go meet the hairstylist at 6 p.m. And they'll start the whole process. The hairstylist will be behind and then they'll get in there. And then by the time they finish with that woman, it'll be 9, 9, 30, 10. Then she's got to clean up the shop. She. And then they she finally comes home 11 o'clock eating on Denny's. You'll be waiting there, ready to stroke her out. And she'll be like, I'm a little tired. I've been working my fingers to the bone. I've been standing up the entire time. My back is hurting. Right. I've done it, man. They make money, but they don't have time. The, the most popular hairstylists do not have time. They're getting paid, though. And then the time that they have, they want to go shopping. The time that they have, they want to go shopping. Guys, I'm telling you, it's a, it's a red flag. <laughs> that booth rent, too. Yeah, right? Your rent's due, motherfucker. And they also do, they they'll hop from salon to salon to salon to salon to salon. No, I'm working at that salon. I'm working at that salon. It's a mess. He said, This is facts. I'm a barber. Yeah, bro, dude. It's a trap. It's a trap. So don't ever go with a hairstylist or a beautician and because you think she has money. Now nah, it's a trap. She'll have the money, but she she just won't have the time, especially if she's good. If she's very good, she'll have a lot of money, but not a lot of time. Anyway. He says, you go shopping with them to carry their stuff. Yep. Uh, let's see here. Did we get, uh, we're going to call you Super Trucker Dave. He says, no one is good. No one is good because we are all on the dark side. Yes, until we get caught. We're just pretending we aren't. Hit the buzzer. Thanks for sticking around with this show, even though I get many canceled from time to time. <laughs> right. 
All right, where are we at here? We got a couple more, and then I'm going to get back to the show. We got, uh, oh, call me AS, morning coach. Dated this girl for almost four years from a traditional family, supposed good girl, although she had lots of alternative lifestyle friends and was being programmed by podcast artists like Lizzo and so forth and so on. Traveled with her to all places she wanted, took her to nice restaurants on inauguration day of her own business at her hometown during the party in front of her parents and friends, she got drunk and started jumping and hugging her rainbow male friends like a panda. The next day I packed my bags and left her ass crying after me while he says, while I walked back to the bus station, damn the, the bus station. All I could hear was CGA voice telling me to never look back and him singing Icebox. Thanks coach. You saved me from destroying my life with an unhappy marriage. Uh, I would love to know the age you guys are at. But uh, yeah, you guys, you saw a side of her that you didn't see. You saw a side of her that you didn't see. And the side that you saw, you did the smart thing and raised the red flags. And and she's probably went after you and said, no, 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 no. You didn't see what you saw. All right, who is this? Rusted Junk says, Coach, I predict, I'm predicting the Tyler Perry movie, The Shane Passport Brothers. Wow, that's a good one making them look like fools overseas with women in the culture and rounding them up back home to the black queens with their tails tucked between their legs, them gripping the air. You know what's happening? Somebody clued me in on something, Passport Bros. I'm hearing that black women are going to those locations of where you're going, the popular ones, because again, you're giving up your location. This is not good. Never tell them where you're going. Never let them know your next move. But I get it. You got to actually show some knowledge of understanding. But I'm hearing that they're going to where you are. That is going to be their next move because these women have already been traveling, right? So they're going to Colombia. They're going to go there. And they're going to try to throw a monkey wrench all in your program. You know that's what they're doing. Now, a lot of times they'll say they don't care. I don't care what your ninjas are doing. Yes, they do care. They're going to throw a monkey wrench. They're going to warn girls. Don't do that with him. They're going to be... <laughs> they're going to be all at the restaurant. They're going to be all in the clubs in Cali and Cartagena, all of that. Got the hand up. They're going to be all there, all there throwing a monkey wrench all up in your show. Trust me. They're doing that. You guys know what spiteful people are. Spiteful people um, basically want to ruin your fun more than they need you, right? They, they need you, but they rather ruin your fun they rather ruin a good thing. It's like an ex-wife. You divorce, she divorces you. Your life takes off for the better. Does she want you back? No. She doesn't want you back per se. She wants what you have. And then she'll either say, if I can't have it, I'm going to ruin it. You guys know what I'm talking about. You understand that. So there are going to be a subsect of women that go travel to where you're saying you're going to ruin it. There's party poopers out here. There's killjoys out here. There's people that don't do nothing every day but just to ruin someone else's opportunity and fun. So I, I am not surprised to hear that there are black women going after passport bros and going up and showing. And this could be, I'm not, I don't have any, I don't have any verification of this. So I'm not trying to scare you. But uh, I'm hearing that this could be the case. So be careful. Yeah, misery loves company, right? You have these people who live just to destroy what you're making because the cream rises to the top, ladies and gentlemen. 
the cream rises to the top. We live in a culture that people might disagree with me. I don't believe in equal equality. The only equality I believe in is equal rights, equal opportunity. But what I know is most people are ham and eggers. They're not going to do anything, but there are equal rights and opportunities. They're going to fumble the bag and then the cream's going to rise to the top. And then they shame the people who rise to the top or they come up and say this person had better opportunity and better rights than me. No, no, you're a lazy consumer. You're a leech. You're a parasite. See what, what I did with my 24 hours is not what you did with your 25 hour, 24 hours. Now compound that over a year two, three, four years, and then you're going, well, where's the equality? Well, I put in work. I put in Beyonce work. Yo ass put in somebody else's work, and you didn't do no work, and then you're saying that, that we should have an equal opportunity at the end. No. Just like saying people should who do the same job should get paid the same. No. No, not necessarily because you're not doing the same job. We know this. We can actually calculate this. You show up late and leave early. You're not even studying your craft. So we could be sitting at the same desk doing the same work, and I'm doing way more work than you, but you want equal outcome, and that's not fair. So many of you guys are socialists, and you don't know it. Equal rights mean equal opportunity, and equal opportunity means equal outcome. No, it doesn't. It absolutely does not. <laughs> equal opportunity is not real. That's basically just comic book bullshit and cartoon stuff that you guys are living in real life. You have you ever do do that? You actually live sit next to somebody and they sit there, they they sit there not even doing the work you're doing and they're getting the same paycheck. It's absolutely deplorable. Not only that, you kill the produ productive people. Those people don't say, "Well, what's the point of me producing? What's the point of me going hard in the paint?" And then this person going, "Why should I go hard in the paint when I'm going to get the easy I'm going to get the same thing he's getting?" So why go hard in the paint? He said they're going to double back on you. By the way, I actually demonstrated this with the comedian Earthquake talking about Mexicans. And he was at the job and he was like the Mexicans were working too hard. And he was telling the Mexicans don't work as hard. They just going to give us another roof. And then he said, what did they do? Did they let did the Mexicans say, OK, yeah, you're right. Let's not work as hard and let's just do the bare minimum. They said, no, the Mexicans kept working harder and they fired him and they hired another Mexican. That's the same example that I just gave you. Some people say, we're getting the same. We're just going to get more work. Why go hard? No, the cream rises to the top. They're just going to get rid of the person right there who's not going to produce. And you're going to get rid of you, and they're going to bring somebody in to be productive. Okay. It's the same thing across the board. That's an example of equality. You had the opportunity. You fumbled it, so you didn't get the same outcome. Your outcome was you got trashed and put to the side. And Mr. George hired another Hector or Ramondo that was going to do the work. <laughs> anyway. Why do I have to work? I am sexy. I am sexy. All right. We're going on a dollar. We're going back to the low hanging fruit. A lot of men, have you noticed this with the Kardashians, the Kardashians, as I call them over here? Have you noticed? I was going to talk about the 75 migrant buses that they dropped off in Chicago, but obviously. But have you heard um, that uh, the Kardashians, the Lana Rhodes of the world, these pornographers, the, the Mia Khalifas, they have this very clear and explicit strategy to target rich men, primarily rich rappers, 
rich African-Americans, rich basketball players, rich African-Americans, if you will. Uh, look at my African-American over here. Look at him. Are you the greatest? You know what I'm talking about? And so what these people are doing is they're targeting these men specifically. And I don't know if this is alleged. And they're making babies with these people because, of course, these guys are going to get great opportunities with them right up front, right? They're, you know, I mean, who's not going to bang out Lana Rhodes for free? But, of course, I always tell you, you're always going to pay in the back end. And if this is true, um, Lana Rhodes' ex-boyfriend, which he could be throwing um, a little dirt on Lana Rhodes or putting out information, he's suggesting that Lana Rhodes has had Kevin Durant's baby. Now, Earlier last year, we ran a story about Kevin Durant or allegedly who we assume was Kevin Durant that went on a date with Lana Rhodes and he brought another woman or he was suggesting that another woman, woman joined them. Of course, if this was true, then, of course, we know that the alphas or the men who have money, they're going to break the rules for them. You couldn't pull that off with Lana Rhodes, but Kevin Durant could. Or people were saying it was James Harden and there was quite a, some confusion related to this. And it, then people ran with it and said, oh, it was James Harden, Harden, not Kevin Durant. Well, someone close to Lana Rhodes, is, and that's, his, that's her boyfriend, former boyfriend. And he is actually um, a part of, I think, Jake Paul's crew. I think he's a part of Jake's, Jake Paul's crew. Or Logan. I can't get him. I think it's Logan Paul. I think he's a part of Logan's Paul's group, right? He's suggesting that she has had Kevin Durant's baby. Now, let's go over the details, and let's talk about this, man. Um, protecting your seed. We've seen many cases of this child support thing go crazy. Go crazy. And a lot of men that are saying, oh, you know, a lot of men are going to get easy chances at free sex. But they're not realizing that these women are, you know, they're going to figure out that it's going to be easier to get pregnant than it is for them to continue to work, right? Why do I have to work? I am now, this is a former woman who has given herself, you know, for money to pleasure millions of men. Millions of men have seen her being pleasured or allegedly pleasured by other men. And she opened herself to a guy that makes hundreds of millions of dollars. If it's one of these guys, I'm not sure. And, um, oops, I had a baby. It sounds like this right here as we play you these clips. I'm here to teach you guys. I'm here to teach you guys. There's no such things as a free lunch. Yo, so I'm raw dogging this chick, right? She goes, yo, I'm on birth control. You can just bust a nun me whenever you want. And you know what I did? I busted. So now this is Dylan. He just turned two the other day. Okay, I've also broken down the science of getting pregnant. All right, you guys know that these the chances of getting pregnant is very low. So that the idea of a woman knows her body, you might find another girl that says she's a good girl. I don't really know when I'm ovulating. They know. They know when things are right or wrong with their body. They know when things are coming up. They know when they get a little bit more interested in sex that they're probably approaching ovulation. So when you have these situations where you drop the kids off all inside her body within a two or three day period, she has a high risk of getting pregnant. When that window closes for 28 days, for 27 days, there's actually no possible chance for her getting pregnant. So it is very much intentional with the science and information that we know, with IUDs, with birth control, with Plan B, with condoms, with 18 million birth control options, including abstinence. These women somehow pop up pregnant. To me, this would be called a trap. 
but it's not a trap because you guys should be that much more intelligent going into it. But of course you don't have that, right? Because you think with your Magic Johnson, pause. But why are these people doing this? I've been saying they're creating a new race of human beings that into the future for the next 100 years and forward. These are going to be the leading people in society. Now, it might sound odd that I'm saying this, but Lana Rhodes just did what the Kim Kardashians and the Kardashians of the world and people like them, the Instagram models, the, the wife of Paul George. There's plenty of stories <laughs> of people doing this. And if this story is true, this is just another example. These people will be the next wealthiest people. Tyrese's baby. Tyrese's baby mom is going to make $120,000 a year and potentially going to pull in million, a million dollars just for having Tyrese's baby. Somebody says, Coach, her baby is white. Um, I don't know if you guys have seen many people, especially mixed race people, their babies don't come out black, okay? They're basically, their babies basically come out really, really white. But who knows? We're just using this as an example. I'm not creating any truth here. This is not a reporting situation. I'm just using this. I'm reporting on what somebody else said. Okay. But mixed race babies can appear very white, especially when they're just come out. They don't darken up for quite a long bit. And I would know. I have personal experience with this. Okay. I have personal experience with this myself. They don't darken up for months. And then most of it is because you're start, you keep them from in the house and you start exposing them to the outside elements. And then they naturally darken up. <laughs> okay. When you start taking them to the grocery store and putting them in car seats and they're sitting there with the damn car seat, the, the window and the damn sun beaming on them. All right. Then they darken up. All right. Anyway. Let's read the story here. The majority of grown men, even NBA fans who use the internet, know that who Lana Rhodes is. If you don't know, you can Google, but I suggest you don't be at work when you do this. Uh, she is famous adult film star and an entertainer known for her erotic videos. The internet lit up with comments. <laughs> with comments and theories when she announced her pregnancy and soon gave birth to her children or her child. Her former boyfriend, Mike, Majlock pronunciation uh, revealed who were, the father of her child is on a podcast with YouTuber Logan Paul. So it was Logan Paul, as I thought. Rose is somewhat of a global figure in terms of popularity and impact. It would surprise a few people to know that Majlock believes the NBA star is the father of Lana's child. We have no way of knowing the exact truth unless it is publicly revealed by her. After all, Majlock himself was in a relationship with Lana. Therefore, we should assume He's done some his due diligence and is not speaking for the sake of controversy. I think he would know. It says right here, Lana Rhodes' former boyfriend reveals that she has a child with this NBA star. And it says right here, there's no art. And by the way, it would not be a surprise that this could be him because around last year, she was insinuating that she had an association with someone with the Brooklyn Nets. Okay, and we assumed it was Kevin Durant. So therefore, if you just do a simple timeline, we could probably figure out that it could be him. There's no arguing that Kevin Durant is one of the most prominent players in the NBA who is still single. Not only that, Kevin Durant is a known 
let's just say, chaser of peace leave, especially white women. And this is all alleged. Mm. All right. We know for a fact people are saying, Blake, we know for and Blake Griffin, too. We know for a fact Ke Kevin Durant loves girls on Instagram. He's a social media star. He's probably watching this show right now. He's probably watching this show knowing that we're talking about him. Matter of fact, Kevin Durant has been known in the past to use trap ten, uh, Twitter accounts to monitor social media activity about him. Kevin Durant is a fiend for peace leave, especially of the white variety. He loves some white women. Matter of fact, Kevin Durant has been on record saying he would drink, um, drink, uh, uh, What's the girl's bath water? He would drink one of these white women's bath water that I think is severely overrated, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> All right. Who is it? Johansson? Scarlett Johansson. He said he would drink Scarlett Johansson's bath water and he commented under it. So anyway, do your own research on this. I'm not going to pull it up. So KD is known to be going. Matter of fact, I'll, I'll, I'll challenge you this. KD's not going to like this. I'm just letting you know. Go to, go to, I, I would say this, find 10 Instagram women that you like. Find 10 Instagram women that you like. Then follow them. Then go to KD's profile, follow KD. Then go to that Instagram, uh, Instagram model and you'll find that he's following them. How do I know this? <laughs> How do I know this? You'll, you'll see it. I'll challenge you to do it. We could play a game of it. We could play a whole game. I could become Instagram or YouTube famous just playing that game. He probably changing his name right now on this account. Or somebody said just search his followers, but you'll see it because sometimes I'll do it on accident and I don't follow him no more. But I, when I did follow him on accident, I would click on a woman, boom, followed by Kevin Durant. <laughs> All right. So he's known to be able to do this. Plus, he's single. Plus, he's a low-key kind of guy, right? He plays video games, I'm sure. He's low-key and mellow. He's he's cool with his mom. He's cool with his mom. His mom protects him, meaning his mom ain't going to let no straggle marry him. He cool on marriage. I don't see him as the husband material. <laughs> yep, he'll... He, he, so... So he's low-key and mellow. He's just enjoying being able to fornicate with women and not have to come back home. I don't even think he's relationship-oriented, meaning he, he's not going to have a real relationship with a person. Or a woman, I should say, not a person. I don't want to insinuate that. Let's read it here. It says, um, there have been several rumors that he has dated Lana Rhodes a while ago. Thus, it isn't too shocking that he's the prime suspect when it comes to who the father of Milo or Milo Rhodes is. There they are right there. This is from June 2021, which was, yeah, a little over a year ago. So it would line up that uh, Kevin Durant brought a backup woman on their date. This is what Lana Rhodes is claim, claiming. I would show you videos of Lana Rhodes, but I've already did this video back then. It says Mike revealed that it, I'm uh, oh, sorry, Mike revealed it to be KD when he was on air with Logan Paul. However, he censored the name in order to prevent slander charges and controversies of any kind. And I did the same thing. I said, allegedly, KD. Everything I said was allegedly. He was initially asked about why his relationship with Rhodes failed. All right. It says right here. Um, uh, Let me see if he can. Let me see if we can play this right here. All of the. Oh, fair use. Can I play that? We're going to play it. 
Let's see if this is where he called him out. Okay. Problems I had in my life like that in my relationship, it's all just ego. Yeah. 100%. Bro, imagine if I couldn't imagine if I couldn't view anybody that my ex worked with. Fair use, fair use, fair use, fair use. This is the guy in question here. So Lana Rhodes, when she was younger, had a relationship with him. But as she kind of became big, she she broke up with him, I, I'm assuming. So, you know, he's around throwing shade and throwing dirt on her name. All right. Anyway, I wouldn't even be able to go on. You could have viewed open the. But everybody in the world. Yeah. You would be able to open that. Stars on he number one in the world. Wow. <laughs> yeah, for like a year plus. Like while she was like, nah, she was retired no. for three years. Okay, so uh, so Mike dated her after she threw in the towel, right? And we played a couple of Lana Rhodes videos of her talking about that. So anyway, somebody says she's still with him. Yeah, he's probably still season Caesar. Wow. Yeah. So did she time. have that kind of appetite like in retirement, or that was just strictly work? Girl only cared about one thing: Mike Malak. That was it. Had oh. DMs from every rapper, athlete, person in, oh. under the sun, and like Dope. didn't even give a fuck, dude. I don't know, man. This sounds suspect. About none of them. I respect the that. Thing. Let me tell you why I respect that because that shows a high level of emotional intelligence from you. Because a lot of guys would be, would care yeah, about a woman's body sense. count. Huh? Adsense. Adsense. <laughs> I made no, a lot of money I mean, on his. <laughs> oh, you were using her. <laughs> no, no. Wow! No, no, like, no, no. Damn. No, we're just messing. We're not, well, well, I mean, dude, we made money. We made money, but the real, but the real answer is, um, I used to smoke crack. <laughs> Your credibility falling, Mike. Your credibility falling, bro. What in the world is going on? See, this is the type of stuff that gets pushed on YouTube, and they are over here. Making it harder for me every day. Pause. They're making it harder. This is on YouTube. I don't know why they censor me so much. And this is on YouTube. I, I often figure, I cannot figure YouTube out. <laughs> like if I say, they are like, this is reprehensible behavior. I go on these shows and I'm like, how is this monetized? I mean, look at it. And then there's always that one content creator. Well, your stuff is on the fringe. I mean, you talk about monkey double backflips and peace leave. They're literally talking about a prawn star and crack. Tell me what's going on here. <laughs> Come on. There's always that one person. Well, you did say duck sicking for a stack. That's against that's against policy. Meanwhile. <laughs> crack in a prawn star fair game somebody make this then you can't make it up <laughs> i did i smoke crack so I, don't give, <laughs> so I don't give a shit who you fuck like you can fuck whoever you want bro. You i was smoking who he they're cursing they're cursing every two words bro what is going on <laughs> <laughs> but i was smoking you, you were you were sucking big dicks i was smoking a, a glass <laughs> I was smoking a glass <laughs> Who am I to tell you? Be like, yo, you should be a. I'm done. I, I can't. But look, man. All right. <laughs> well, coach, I mean, the terms and conditions says right here. You know, I studied the terms and conditions in the video you played for eight seconds. But meanwhile, late, I tell you, man, I, I don't know what the hell's going on here. Meanwhile, 
Yeah, man, I tell you, dumbed down content gets pushed. Anything important, they'd be like, nah, this is too hateful. It's too hateful. They're talking about smoking crack, and they didn't cuss up. I tell you, man, I don't know what to do with this thing, man. Done, done, done with this story. Done with this story. Absolutely. <laughs> God, I don't know, man. That type of stuff just pisses me off. It's crazy. And that stuff, what, what, how many views that video got? I tell you, man, they, listen, the dumbing down of people, man. I tell you, how many views the video got? When was it put out? I always could never see. 500,000 views. 500,000 views. The first thing he said when he was. I'm not a view hound. I really don't care about views. I think I have very impressive views for long streams. I mean, my views are very impressive to be talking for two and a half hours per day. All right, twice per day. All right, and they get 20,000 views. I think that's absolutely fantastic. All right, that that's when I look and compare that, not a lot of people are doing that, especially small channels. So um, people are getting that on their main videos. So I'm actually, I'm impressed by the views that I got. So I don't get pissed off about that. But the censorship is just outrageous. What they what they say is not good compared to what they let fly. Why other content creators? I mean, like, just unbelievable. So, um, let me get to the contributions, man. It's one of those days. It's Friday. I should be happy, right? <laughs> Teenagers, I suppose. You know, I see what flies on TikTok. I actually had a picture, a video of me on TikTok. I um, I I have a, a video on TikTok which I throw a picture of a picture that I took of a woman. She's kind of topless. You can't see nothing. They flagged it for nudity or adult content on TikTok. I'm like TikTok. Do you see what flies is fair on TikTok? There's girls that hike their their shorts up. You can see the whole frame of their labia. You can see their whole labia right hanging out there, and they're dancing and grinding, and they let that fly. I throw a picture on the floor. Somebody flagged it. Matter of fact, somebody flagged the video of me in which I put as the um the thing it says uh women don't get in their back blown out. I mentioned women getting their back blown out. It got flagged for adult content. Mm. On TikTok, are you? <laughs> I mentioned it. I didn't even show it. That's absolutely, it's absolutely insane. It was me giving the speech. I just mentioned it. Adult content. I'm like, this is crazy. Somebody said, play it. Are you just trying to get me? Go on YouTube, go on TikTok. It's absolutely crazy. Why would I play it on YouTube? The most sensitive of these uh, places. It's just unbelievable. I just, sometimes I just shake my head going, this is, what, what world do we live in? All right, Derek says, um, he says, I stopped while I, what I was doing to listen closely when you started kicking knowledge and they cut the stream. He says, they really want us to struggle out here. Yes, they New, 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 new world order. They was like, Don't, oh, he giving away the secrets, secret sauce. And once I started qualifying myself as a person that has been in the industry, they was like, cut it. <laughs> Hey, like, pull his plug, yank. Yeah, he want me to, he, he trying to set me up, play it. Go to my TikTok. I've had several videos canceled over there, and I'm looking at what's flying over there. I'm like, this is outrageous. I mean, it's outrageous. I'm not mad. I mean, I'm, well, I just, I'm just, like, confused most of the time. And I'm, I know my stuff is on the fringe. Let me just say that. 
admittedly, I know what I'm talking about is very difficult for normies to swallow. They get uncomfortable with this. They start sweating. Why? Because they got to look in the mirror. So I get it. I admit that I'm on the fringe. However, I rarely, anyway, Deadly Ellie says, when a girl says that she's a model, I ask in my Bora accent, very nice, how much? Okay. When they say they're a model, just go ahead and never really proposition a woman in public. But yes, I get what you're saying. Never really proposition a woman in public. But uh, a model is, by definition, a prostitute. For sure. I mean, listen, I don't know if you guys want me to look it up. A model by definition. What is the definition of a model? <laughs> oh, okay. Let me see here. Of course, they got all kind of technical definitions of a model. I want the model like a fashion model definition. This is a fashion model by definition. <laughs> A model is a model is one who wears clothes clothes to display them to prospective buyers. Okay. <laughs> what exactly are we displaying for buyers? Are, are the clothes for prospective buyers or the model? Is she for prospective buyers? Which one is it? See, that's a very vague definition. Oh, a model is a person with the role either to promote, display, display, or advertise commercial products or to serve as, wait a minute, where is it? Or to serve as a visual aid for people who are creating works of art or to pose for photography. That is very vague. That is very, very vague. And it is now saying, you say, well, what? What is the point? Is Are they selling them or are they selling the clothing and or both? A model agency. Look up the definition of that. If you ever really search that uh, and watched American Pimp, what is a model agency? What is an agency definition? Oh, that's the, now you're getting closer. A model agency is a company that represents fashion models. Okay, that sounds like a pimp to me. All right. Uh, and they earn, wait, these agencies earn their income via commission, usually from the deal they make with the model and or the head agency. That, what is that? <laughs> that sounds like a, that's like, what would be the difference between that and the escort agency? What would be that difference between that and the pimp? Anyway. And then they're dealing with what? The body, the person, the representation. She uses her body to display this to sell what? Sell what? Herself or the product or both. Anyway. But I know I'm just a bit of a different thinker. No, actually, this is reprehensible. Shout out to we. Let's get we got four people over on PayPal. Then we get to the cash app. Uh, Great Fox says Proverbs 22 and 7 Borrower is slave to the lender Borrower is slave to the lender If you're in debt And you claim to be free you're It's false You're not free You're, you're a slave to the lender That means you have to work off 
whatever you have borrowed from the lender. Many people want to just let it go. Oh, no, I'm not going to pay off anything to the lender. You owe the lender. I don't want to hear about predatory lending. Yes, we all get swindled and finessed. Pay it back. You knew it was a debt. You knew it was a debt, but now you don't want to live up to your contractual obligation. You're indentured. Now you are a servant to the lender. It's how it works, man. That's the game. Now, if you feel you were too young to understand or you didn't understand the terms or you did not read the terms or you didn't have someone representing you reading the terms, that's your fault. Or it's the fault of the people who were supposed to educate you. You said you were educated, but yet you're not educated enough. You weren't given. Uh, this is what's going to get. They're going to flag me. again. <laughs> do not get into debt unless you understand the debt. Most of the time, do not get into debt unless you have the money flat out. We can't keep saying predatory lending, predatory lending. Eventually, when you get your electric car, uh, seven years down the line, you're going to say predatory lending. Well, we didn't know that we're going to need a battery. Okay, yeah, you're going to need a battery. And it's going to cost fourteen dollars to $20,000. You have the money. You're probably not going to have it. And now you're going to be in debt, not only to car payment, but also the lender, which is going to be whoever makes the car. Well, they predatory. They didn't tell me that. I'm sure they told you that when you went down to finance. I'm sure the finance person said, I'll just sign right there. Well, what does it say? It just says, blah, 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 blah. And I'm saying, it just says that? Well, there's eight pages of it just says. <laughs> right? You ever see that when you're signing something, they rushing your ass? You'll be like, well, let me read it for a second. Oh, it just says. Oh, it just says. What is all this legalese then? What is this shit? <laughs> Disclaimer, this is for educational and entertainment purposes only. I'm not giving any financial advice. Do what you want with your life, but do not complain when you get the results. I don't want to hear it. I'm not hearing complaints. Yeah, this is an edutainment show. Viewer discretion is advised. Do not take financial advice from me because I'm broke and I don't earn any money. I'm just a dusty, ashy elbow content creator who's old and bald, and I'm a pookie. And my mama black. All right, anyway. All right, what else? What else do you want to say? VMAT is in the house. The free agent lifestyle is a poke in the eye to men whose feminine, fem, uh, feminized beliefs are questioned that they reject the evidence and they skedaddle back to the safety of their institutional beliefs. He says, keep kicking it, coach. Uh, yeah, I was always the one that asked mad questions. All right. I'm very cynical. I don't believe anything anyone says. I must have evidence. All right. I'm one of those Frederick Casey Price graduates. Evidence. Dun dun. Evidence. Is your life run by evidence? Evidence. I'm like, dude, show me or I ain't doing it. I'm from the show me state. I'm one of those dudes that was like, hold up. <laughs> All right. I was always that dude. And everybody's like, come on, man. Just, 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 just. Those people always got in trouble afterwards. Hey, man, come on, man. Just do it, man. Look, let me, we, we getting on the ride. And they were like, sign this waiver. Sign this waiver. Well, hold up for a second. Wait a minute. I'm like this. Wait a minute. Who are you? My friend's like, come on, man. You messing it up for us. That's why I travel alone. 
because of these ninjas. All right. Come on, man. You messing it up. And I'm like, because I know if a lawyer or a bank is behind it, I need to read exactly what's going on. <laughs> like, hold up for a second. Let me read this. Do you mind? The person's like, oh, God. But no, not you people. And then later on, y'all be sitting around like this. And they duped me. They predatory did this to me and they predatory and they didn't tell me. I was like, did you sign any paperwork? Yeah, I signed 18 forms. I worked in mortgage. I worked in housing. I worked in real estate. And I always tell you guys that before I tell you my opinion on real estate. And then you guys are like, oh, this is not true because that's a matter of fact. And I'll be like, no, look, <laughs> you know how many lawsuits there are on real estate just based on contractual uh, agreements that people signed and they didn't know it. You know how many people are disappointed going into that, right? There's, I mean, this catastrophe. It's a, it's a cat, it's a catastrophe for people who do things and they sign these legal paperwork and then they try to wriggle out of it. Nope. All right, uh, man of God says Jay Cool says here being a part of the three percent and not the ninety seven percent. As I have said to others, I can always afford to buy a house, but I cannot for afford to keep it. 100%. That's yes. Anybody can afford to buy a house. All right. But but to maintain a house, and here's another bit of knowledge for you guys, unless you want to talk about the Mickey Mouse stuff. We'll get to the good girls in a minute. He says, I was a loan officer, coaches speaking truth. I've worked in mortgage and I worked in loans. I mean, in real estate, I was like, oh, I was like, I'll rent. <laughs> now, if I have enough money to buy, I have enough money to buy. But listen to this. This is a bit of wisdom for you young men that are listening to me. It is not the cost of purchase that is the biggest investment. It is the cost of maintenance that is the biggest investment. It is not the cost of purchase that is the biggest investment. It is the cost of maintenance that is the biggest investment. Oftentimes, maintenance is cheaper than repair. So you have the cost to buy, the cost to maintain, and the cost of repair. Those are three costs that everybody misunderstands. The same thing when I talk about dealing with women. Let's get it back to you Mickey Mouse people. When I say deal with a woman and I'm a bisexual, B-U-I sexual, what I'm trying to do is avoid maintenance and repair. See, maintenance and repair is your biggest cost, not the cost to buy. The cost to buy is the entry level. That's like buying the printer from Office Depot. Yes, it was cheap. It was a $97 printer, but to maintain it, to repair it is significant. To keep the printer going, you need paper and you need ink. That's going to be way more than the cost of the printer itself. Same thing with women. Women are very expensive to maintain and very expensive to repair, but they're cheap as hell to buy. Same thing with the house. I can save up a lot of money. I can buy the house, but now I got to maintain the house. And now if something goes wrong, the repair bill is significant. I can't call now the apartment lease complex to repair. I got to pay repair out of my own money. Same thing as a marriage. It's easy to get in a marriage. It's very cheap. But to maintain a marriage gets expensive. To repair a marriage gets very expensive. Mm. Understand that when I'm telling you this, I come from knowledge. I'm giving you the knowledge. This is for free for most of you people. When people just say, just get into a relationship, just commit. That's the cheapest part. When I tell you, you pay on the back end, you pay in maintenance and repair on the back end. Always. I don't care what you're doing with the woman. The minute you go long-term with them, it is maintenance and repair that's going to eat you up. 
just like a car. You afforded the Porsche. I was able to afford the down payment. I was able to afford the monthly car payment. But what happens when the tires go out? What happens when the brakes go out? What happens when the air conditioner go out? What happens when I don't do the service plan every 20,000 miles? I just avoid it. I just avoid it. I just avoid it. Then I hit a repair bill. Holy shit. Do you see what I'm saying? What about your own health? It's cheaper to exercise every day, but you guys don't. You exercise your tongue, but you don't exercise your body. So now it would be cheaper for you to get a membership at $29 and just go out there, run for 20 minutes or walk for 20 minutes, do a couple of push-ups, and you're good. But you don't do that. You wait for the maintenance to come up. What? And then you wait for the repair to come up, and then you're trying to fix your health. This is what a normie does when they're sitting in the right right aid line getting their medication and their repair, repair, repair. Or they're doing maintenance, 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 and then they go into repair when they could have just did the easy thing and buy in every day just a little bit at a time. This is all a lesson to you. This is all a lesson to you. It's cheaper to get in, but maintenance is an expensive cost. Repair is a really expensive cost. Let your air conditioning go out and you live in Nevada, Arizona, or California. And you own the house. And they don't make that air conditioning brand. That, is, that just happened to me. Something happened and they don't make, what was it? Something just happened to me and um, I was like, oh, I'll just repair it. And they were like, they don't make that model anymore. I can't remember what it was, but it just happened to me a few weeks ago. And I was like, shit. Something just happened. So when that happens, what do I have to do? The repair came up or the situation came up. Now I have the replacement cost. That's another cost. Replacement cost. You have purchase, maintenance, repair, replace. When you get into a relationship with a woman, they just talk about the purchase price. Now you have the maintenance, repair, and replace. Oh, man. Come on, man. Hit the like button on this information. Hit the, hit, hit the like button. I'm giving you guys some very critical game. This is the game you need. I can't remember what it was, but something just happened to me where it was like, I got to literally replace this, and I didn't anticipate it. So that's where the real cost is. All right, I got to close some windows here before. You know what it was? I think they didn't like that Mussolini video. <laughs> Potentially, they didn't like that Mussolini video. Y'all told me, man, they was like, yo, be careful. Let's get to the good girls. Okay, let's get to the good girls. I owe a couple of PayPal's here because there was a sponsor. All right, did I get Man of God? Yes, indeed. All right, be, be part of the 3% that actually get some information from me and apply it to their lives. All right, because I give you critical warnings that could save your life. All right, we got a co-sponsor today. Mortgage equals 30 years a slave. The, the definition of mortgage is a death contract. Everybody knows that, and people will try to apply that positively or negatively. I'm not trying to tell you what to do, but the reason why they call it a death contract, not is because it's going to cause your death, which many times it could, but they're saying this is a contract till death. Mort comes from the root word mortician, right? Mort, which is mortal, mortician, all right? Um, mortis, of uh, the, the Spanish word, right? Mortality. Mortgage is a, just an extension of that. So it's related to death in which these people were saying this is going to be a contract basically to the end of this person's life. Okay. But that's all people. That's all. Yeah. Mortuary, mortuary, mortgage. 
So these are all the same. They also have the same root word. And when it comes to it, people might say it's a negative thing with what a, a mortgage is. But it just means it's a contract to death, meaning you're going to be in this debt for as long as your life expectancy is. Potentially, potentially. <laughs> right, right. So like if I get my first mortgage at 35 and it's a 30 year mortgage, which is typical. That's 35. I will be 65 at the end of that. That's probably the end of my life expectancy or at least the fourth quarter. <laughs> Are you guys ready? Oh, uh, but yeah, the Spanish word, um, which is, uh, is it mortis? Mort I think it's um the Dia de los Mortis or something like that. I'm sorry, my Spanish is off. Morticia, Morticia Adams. She was a dead vampire. She was like a vampire, I believe. Or a, a, yeah, Morticia Adams. Dia, Dia de los Mortis. <laughs> All right, anyway, mortals. Shout out to them. All right, anyway, not saying that you shouldn't get in one. All they're saying is this is going to be this is going to be a very part big part of your life. It's pretty much going to be all of your life when you get into this agreement. And by the way, most people who get into their first mortgage never get out of any mortgage. They basically just unless they lose financially. So let's say if you buy a home, when you buy a home, you'll never go back to rent. You'll just go get another mortgage, another mortgage like you'll upsell your house, you'll get another mortgage, you'll get another so essentially you you stay in the death contract. Not many people go into a mortgage and then pay their house off and then go back to rent. Not many people pay their house off. Most people just stay in mortgages their whole life. In, in, in essence, death contract. The first one you sign, you will never get out of it. You will stay in it. Mortgage. All right, but anyway, this is what I sit around thinking about. You guys sit around banging, talk, thinking about banging low-hanging fruit. This is what I think about. I think about some of the things and I go, hmm. All right, anyway. Let's get to the Mickey Mouse stuff again before they Thanos snap me. <laughs> Landlord says, except me. All right, good girls. Timestamp gang, one hour and 40 minutes until we got to the main point, but I love to teach. Here it is right here. This is uh, good girls or really bad girls who haven't been caught or who haven't gotten caught. Let's give you the secret show here and give you an example, and I'll give you some stories, if you will. Oh, that's not what I want. I don't want an advert. I want this person right here. Oh, damn, I want to actually see what that was. Oh, wow, look at this one right here. Hinge survey says Generation Z are over hookup culture post-COVID. Mm, that's interesting. I'll actually look that up. Here's a woman. She's a Mormon mom with a secret OnlyFans account. And she says, I'm going public. All right. So in this idea, you would assume that a Mormon mama would be following, you know, Joseph Smith or, you know, the latter day saints and all of these people, man. You would think that she chose the path of goodness. Many of these people were born into it. She had no choice. But she got married. Um, she got married, but I think her husband died in an accident. We'll get to that. But now she's out here stripping for money. And it says right here, hold on for a second. Wow. Okay. Anyway, 
She makes a whole lot of money with her God-given beauty. It says right here, according to the New York Post, a Mormon mom is going public with her secret OnlyFans account, revealing her kinky and clandestine page that nets her almost a half a million dollars per year. So she sold out for the money, which is, that's what you can do. But you cannot say you're a good girl when you sold your soul. It says right here, Holly Jane, a plain Jane, age 39, was left to raise her three children while her husband, or when her husband, Stephen, was deleted in a tragic accident in 2017 so they're basically setting you up she had no other choice she said forget god forget my god i'm just gonna go ahead and script they're using the desperation here at the time the widow was working in recruitment human resources human resources but turned to instagram instagram first it is the gateway drug where she now has over 45, wait, more than 45,000 followers and OnlyFans to help keep ends, sorry, to help make ends meet as a single mom. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Sorry. So she's starting to OnlyFans to help ends meet as a single mom. Let's make this a little larger. What the hell? Oh, man. I don't know if I could show her. Uh, she was left stunned when she started amassing thousands of fans who fawned over her natty nests. <laughs> Who fought over her naughty nude photos? That was too many ends. He says, I might be paid to strip off, but these, there are people who strip off for free. I'm just being smart about it. Okay, I'm sorry for my reading. I'm doing it in a safety of my own home on my own time. Everybody mass, everybody touches themselves and sends racy pictures. So I don't really see the big deal, she told Jane Press. This way, I still get to practice the traditional ways of me being a homebody. But instead of sleeping around, which would not match up with the ideals of the church, I'm making a living from my hot body. So I could focus on my career. Hey, man, I don't know, man. Look, a lot of you, this... First of all, she looks goofy as hell, deer in the headlights, if you will. But a lot of people are attracted to people like this. I, I get it. I remember when I was a horny simp. All right, I was ready to smash on anything, and she's smashable. Well, sloppy yogurt at best. I mean, I've been with many, many, many women like this. is very sloppy. It, it's not as what it seems. All right, everything's a lot of, uh, anyway, Mormon mom. Okay, that's a, that's a headline. We're going to go down here. I don't know if I can show these images here. Jane claimed she's now making a whopping $37,000 a month via her OnlyFans account and has quit her job full-time in human resources. Why do I have to work? I am sexy. I am sexy. The mom, whose three children are age 20, 13, and 9, is still a practicing member of the super strict Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints and says very few of her follow fellow worshipers know that she's a saucy cyber sensation. Somebody said, who is buying this? That's what I want to know. I mean, this woman, I can see this woman anywhere in Southern California. But with her online popularity continuing to grow, it's only a matter of time before her fellow Mormons find out about her account. So she's going public to get ahead of the curve. I, I, I can understand that. This is actually going to bite her in the ass, though. Until now, I've only told two of my friends. Now, this is an important point. Jane admitted everyone else thinks I work in recruitment, human resources. Now, this is, uh-oh, 
What happened here? Uh, this is what I tell you about women who work in these human resources jobs. They're not going to make a lot of money. And so they are going to go across that line. Number two, remember when I said the title, a good girl is really a bad girl waiting to get caught. Okay. Her two friends that know are guilty, just as guilty as her, especially if they're involved in the Mormon church and they kept this secret. See, there was a time that these women would be ostracized for doing bad things. But nope, these good girls who know kept the secret. As a matter of fact, there's a lot of good girls that know that are also doing it on the side and they're waiting to not get caught. As a matter of fact, I did a story about the young woman from Grand Junction, Colorado, who um, who worked as an escort and somebody deleted her. And you we found out the whole community knew she was the good mom, though, and they celebrated her as a good mom. But yet she was out here turning tricks. And every mom that knew protected her secret in essence. You're just as guilty if you're willing to protect a secret like that and then phrase this person as a good mom and a beacon of the community and a hustler and all of these things. And yet she was selling sex. Now, I'm not against people doing that. But what we do in our culture is we segment these people and we compartmentalize these people as the good women and the bad women. There's a lot of men in this in this space that say, well, you mess with the straggles and I mess with the high class women or the women I mess with. No, they're all in the same. They're kind of weaving and tangled into one. I call it the spectrum. Many women that you know, right, as she's just a good mom or just a good woman is actually doing something crazy on the side. I actually have a girl that I, a junior college girl that I know. She says she has a roommate that's a little Latina girl. She said she's into very kinky stuff and she's a dominatrix. And she said, trust me, you would never know. They said, if you saw this woman out in public, you would never know. Let me give you another bit of advice here. Some of you guys go after plain Janes because you think they're the good girls. And a lot of girls will put their cardigan sweater on. I'm one of the good ones. Only to find out soon as you, because she's sitting there like this in Barnes and Nobles like this. <laughs> I'm just a good girl. I don't know. And she's surprised and appalled at all the things she hears on Instagram. Oh, my God. This is actually reprehensible. And you're like, okay, good girl, I'll take you home. And in the back of your mind, she's sitting there. <laughs> she's sitting there in Starbucks across from you. <laughs> and you're like, man, I'm going to break this girl in half. I'm going to show her what to do. I'm going to split her in two like a piece of wood and an axe. Wham. I'm going to take it. The- and then you take her home. And she'd be like, <laughs> she takes her glass. Let me take my glasses off. And she proceeds to suck the soul out of you. She's sitting Indian style over you. And you're standing there like, and she's sitting there doing some things. Where did you learn that? (laughs) You ever had that one? You're like, you wasn't ready. You thought she was going to split her in half. He was like, I'm going to teach this girl something. And she starts telling you, pull here, pull the hair back here. I like it when you throw me around the room. Like, where are you getting this from? (laughs) Now, on the other side of the aisle, you have a woman who's dressed like a modern-day tramp. You walk up to her, and you treat her as she's dressed, and you be like, girl, I know what you want from me. You want me to bend it over, right? You want me to smack that ass, and she's going to be like, just because I'm dressed like this does not mean I'm a whore. Just because I'm dressed like this and I have my ass hanging out the bottom of my my pants, just because I'm doing this and that, do not treat me like I'm supposed. And you're like, 
Wait a minute. <laughs> she act like you crazy or something. These are the now the good girls dressing bad, but they're really bad girls, but they really want the right guy to be nasty for. It's a weird dynamic. But you find out the hard way. I've lived enough life to realize, yeah, this is a weird place. You're like, nobody's talking to her. She's an easy one, low-hanging fruit. Plus, I'm going to teach that girl a few things. She wearing your ass out. She wearing your ass out. You roar. You come back. She's like, you ready again? Let's go, daddy. She come back with a whip, chain, all kind of stuff. You're like, who is this woman? This is the devil. I've been with women who were Instagram models, and she was shy as hell the whole time. Can you turn the lights down? Can you turn the music up? Can you close these windows? I don't even have neighbors. Can you close the windows? She's sitting there the whole time. You think she's about to do the splits on you, and she's like, <laughs> oochie, ouchie, oochie. <laughs> You're like, <laughs> then I go back to her Instagram. She a booty model. She ain't doing no splits. She all nervous, hand sweating. You sitting there like, what the fuck? Like, I'm looking at your Instagram and your booty all poked out. Now you in my bed covering the sheets up. Oochie, ouchie, oochie. I'm like. <laughs> Weird dynamic. They're boring. I've been with these tattooed up booty models all sitting there. But I showed you on my member site. I'm like, look at this. Dude, super duper dead fish. Then I go over here to Plain Janesville, cardigan sweatshirt, leggings, uh, oh, I'm sorry, leggings under their skirt, goofy-ass Marshall block heels, no stripper high heels, boring-looking, Plain Jane, run-of-the-mill, stock factory issued, and they're super freaks. <laughs> You're like, this is weird. With I'm telling you this. The good girls are just bad girls who haven't been caught. Let me give you another story. <laughs> this one girl, I swear to God, she's an IG model. She was like, I'm nervous. I was like, why are you nervous? I thought she was a 304. I was like, why are you nervous? I got the I got the Jimmy hat. I'm, I'm about to peel it back. I'm about to open the Jimmy hat. I was like, why are you nervous? She was like, we're about to be intimate. Dude, you should see the girl, man. You wouldn't even, you would be floored that, 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 that she would be nervous for something like that. I was like, what? Of course, she was young, but she wasn't that young. I was like, huh? Meanwhile, you never hear that from Plain Jane. You never hear that from the good girls. They jump right in, jump in, splash. They dive in red, head first. <laughs> like, this is weird. Let me give you another example. This is when I was in my teenage years. Um, this girl, me and my homeboy, Brian, we're going to the park to drip basketball. We drip sweat on the basketball court. We're in our mid teens. Two other goofy ass girls come up. They kind of like, you know, they wasn't for the streets. We bump into her. She's super duper shy. So we was like, oh, you know, we trying to run our Mac game, get her number. We didn't even get her number. We was just like, hey, why don't you come back with us? The one girl went that way. The girl that we saw was a light-skinned chick. She comes with us. And then it was tag team back again. She was, well, this fool, let me tell you something. That day, I'm going to tell you a crazy story. That day, she it was a tag team. 
we release her back to the streets. In these streets? She back calling my name. I'm sitting with my moms. That night, she back calling my name. She back calling my name downstairs. We live in the third floor. She back calling my name downstairs. I was like. <laughs> I went first. I always go first. She back down there calling my name. Greg, 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 Greg. I'm sitting there. My mom's sitting there watching. We watching Alf. <laughs> we watching Alf. And I'm sitting there like, oh, my God. I know this girl ain't downstairs. So I get up. I get up. I look down the window. It's her. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> so I leave her ass down there. All right. I don't I don't acknowledge her nothing. I ignore her. I'm looking at my mom, my mammy. I'm looking at my mama. Did you hear that? Did you hear that? So months later, months later, we're at church. <laughs> we're at church. I'm still going to church with my moms. I'm like 16. We're at church. At that time, they still sent the everybody under 18 to a Sunday school class. So we would go in there for praise and worship. And then they'd say, all right, all the kids all right, will go over to. And then they dice us up right in the age groups. And then they have these goofy people telling us abstinence is the way. All right. So we went to our teenage Sunday school class. She walks in to the damn Sunday school. We chilling. That girl that ran the tag team walks into Sunday school class. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. My heart sank and dropped. I was like, Jesus Christ. I was like, the Lord's punishing me right now, bro. Mm. Remember, I just basically ghosted her ass. This is ghosting before cell phone ghosting. I left her at I left her ass downstairs. Ka-ka, ka-ka. That was the last time I saw her. The next time I saw her was in Sunday school, and she came in like this. She came in like the Virgin Mary, cardigan sweatshirt. <laughs> I was like, what? I was like, she going to tell everybody I'm for these streets. So, of course, a couple of my homeboys, they're like, oh, look at the new girl. Look at the new girl. Where she come from? And I'm looking like. I'm looking like the, the little black dude at the 7-Eleven holding the Slurpee. <laughs> and and um, they didn't have no clue. I think I told one of them, I was like, yo, I got a story about this girl. But she came in like the Virgin Mary. And she stayed in the church for a while. Acting like, dude, nobody knew. Nobody knew. I was like, yo. And she was the goody two-shoes. She was reading Bible verses. She was quoting Bible verses. She was up in the classroom. Uh, 1 John 7 and 8. Meanwhile, I know, I knew the secret. Me and my homeboy bumped into her. This is when I lived in Hawthorne. I knew the secret. I was like, she let me and my boy hit it. And she was back downstairs. And she was up there. Man, I was like floored. That was again. I got I've been getting red pills for a long time. I was sitting there like this is this is absolutely amazing how this person could have this image, but then she's doing nasty stuff. <laughs> All right, it's, it's it was outrageous. Shout out to uh Gravilla Avenue. I think I lived on Gravilla and I lived on 130, I can't remember, 132nd, 137th. But uh anyway. So these are the things that I'm talking about. Good girls 
are just bad girls who haven't been caught. Let me see if I have, uh, oh, we're going to get back to the Mormon mom. What happened to her? This is what happened to her. This is her right here. Um, fair use. Says Mormon mom told to choose nudes or the Lord after her OnlyFans are exposed. Now, first of all, let me just say this. She exposed her own OnlyFans. Remember, in this article right here, she says right here, it's only a matter of time before my fellow Mormons find out about her account, so she's going public to get ahead of the curve. I've only told two friends, she admitted, but everyone else thinks I work in human resources. She told on herself, and her church came down on her and was like, yo, this is not of the Lord. This is of the spirit of Jezebel. And what did she do? She said, God is on my side. Says right here, a Mormon mom who makes almost $500,000 a year on OnlyFans or Lonely Fans has been given an ultimatum. Stop sharing news or leave the church. Holly H39 went public with her erotic account earlier this month saying she was nervous for her members of the Church of Latter-day Saints, Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, to find out about her kiki clandestine career. Sure enough, one media-savvy Mormon discovered the news story about Jane and immediately snitched on her. I mean, she put it out publicly. They told the bishop about my OnlyFans career. Hold on for a second. So I could focus on my career. The mother of three told Jam Press on Thursday, saying she was subsequently summoned to a meeting with the higher-ranking head. Pause. Um, says right here, I didn't have a lot of time to prepare for the meeting and was caught off guard. The blonde beauty admitted, quote, I didn't say much, but they confirmed that I am a nude model. Of course, a lot of OnlyFans girls go on there. I don't show anything. In order to make money, you're going to have to show booty. You're going to have to show skin. I don't want to hear that. It's kind of like, well, I date older men, but we don't do anything. Lies. These are flat out lies. I traveled to Jamaica, but I didn't do anything. Come on. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Said, I was told that I had to choose between my membership with the church and my members on OnlyFans and their members. And that's what I'm doing. Wait, and that uh, what I'm doing doesn't align with their values. What do you mean their values? That's the Lord's values. I mean, that's literally the Lord up there. She is in front of this is the uh, probably the temple in Salt Lake City, the big one. Pause. There she is. <laughs> uh, looking all plain Janish. She's looking all plain Janish. See, I'm telling you, man, I've had too many experiences with women that look like this, and they have been the nastiest by far. They're, it's not even close. Women who dress um, scantily clad. Like they're overdoing it, they're overselling and under they're under promising. Wait, they're over promising and under delivering. By far, they've been the worst in bed. It is these people that have been like sloppy. Like what? I don't know what that is. Maybe we'll determine what that is right there. I think it's pent up en energy. Everybody's had this, even in the black church. You've had that experience with the church woman, and you thought she was a good Christian girl. Oh, I'm gonna give me a good Christian woman. And then all of a sudden you get her and you knock her up. And then the church got to answer for why you got to answer the church for why you knocked her up. However, the defiant Mormon mom insists that she's done nothing wrong. Wow. And isn't about to choose between prawn and prayer. I mean, what book are you reading from, ma'am? <laughs> See, when it comes to the money. 
He says, come over to coaching, baby. Leave the Mormons alone. The coaches are taking it. She literally in the spirit of Jezebel. I didn't do nothing wrong. The spirit of defiance. I'm still attending church and was in attendance uh, this last Sunday with my children, but I'm being frozen out. No one came up to me after the service, which is very unusual. Yeah, they froze your ass out. Come on, man. Despite facing judgment. Oh, man, sorry. What happened to you? I'm getting a lot of adverts. I know, ad blocker. Despite facing judgment, Jane says she isn't worried, declaring, I will continue with my life and continue to attend weekly. I mean, I behave normally at church. Okay, so just because you behave normally at church, what you do outside of the church, the Lord don't care about? Boy. Earlier this month, Jane spoke out about her saucy secret life, saying she didn't believe her Lonely Fans account made her a bad Christian. As she wasn't being promiscuous. I mean, she needs a lesson, bro. Mm, that's wild. That is wild, man. Uh, she reasoned, quote, I'm posting new photos in the safety of my own home on my own time. Everybody touches themselves and sends racy photos. This way, I still get to practice the, the traditional ways of being a homebody. But instead of sleeping around, which wouldn't match up with the ideals of the church, I'm making a living from my hot body. I'm going to tell you, man, women be making up their own rules. The church has been warning about this since forever. They're always going to play in that gray area. This is why I'm not a big gray area person. You either are or you aren't. You're either going or you're coming. If you're standing still, you're losing. You're on your way to going. I mean, come on, man. There's nothing in between. It's either black or white. Oh, well, there's gray. No, no, no. The minute you invite gray into the conversation, you actually lose the ability to now instruct to actually keep people accountable. It's black or white when it comes to me. It says right here, Jane also revealed that she's okay. That was the now she's making excuses. Well, my husband died and I have to support myself. Well, get a job. The California resident was working in recruitment, human resources, and struggled to make ends meet as a single mom to three kids. So this is what she's saying, basically, right here. This was her younger. She looked better younger. Yeah, she running out of time. So go on to make your money. She turned to Lonely Fans and was left stunned with the, okay, we read that part here. She's talking about being a cyber sensation. I mean, if she's making a half million dollars a year, yeah, you know, life on recruit difficulty right there. We've all been through these situations here. Oh, my notes ran off. So let me see here. Let me pull this up to see if I missed a point. Then we'll get to the contributions and then we'll get the hell up out of here. Oh, the good girls here. Okay. All right. So anyway, a, a lot of times uh, guys will look for the good girls and how many of us have been in this situation where we thought we had a good girl and we were really hurt when we found out she was doing something bad. All right. So this is the whole point about it. I know the good women are coming to my show and saying, but coach, what about us? Say something positive about us. And I have two positive things to say just to leave you with this. So you don't think that I really hate you. I don't hate women at all. I actually love you and I love to rent you. But not all of you, all right? None of you, most of you are getting zero from me, all right? If you if you dropping off freebies, let me know. But um, I rent from the high-class portion of the damn car lot. But I do have two positive things to say about the good women out here. And 
I think it's about time to actually address you guys. And I want to thank you. I want to thank you for watching. Thank you for being concerned uh, about the representation that I present here and the good women and the good things that you do. So here are two positive things that I want to lead you with. The first positive thing that I want to say about you ladies is that's when I really, really like you. I really, really love the when you guys do that. And it makes me, you know, it, it's endearing. It's a very endearing quality. And I hope to one day pay all of that back. And I want to say the second thing, because I did promise you too, is that And that's that. That's just that. So never say I never said anything positive. I'm a very positive person. And maybe if I did say positive things, maybe less people will watch. But I just got to keep a spade a spade. I have to keep it absolutely honest at the way we're going, huh? Ladies, I'm sorry, what, ladies? Wait, you said... Ladies, you said the mic went out? Wait a minute. Hold on for a second. Let me check this real quick. I know they shut me down earlier, but the wait a minute. What part didn't you not hear? Nicole, Nicole, I see you here. Nicole, what part didn't you hear? Because I was actually dropping some non. Listen, my strength. I'm telling you, man, I'm really upset. New, 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 new world order. What was it? Oh, I was saying something positive. I, I, I don't know what point it went out. You must you might want to let me know. Um, oh, you heard it. Okay. People are saying they heard it, so we'll just keep it. We'll just keep it as that. We heard all of it. Okay. The mic went out. No, man. Check your YouTube. Go ahead and refresh the page. Refresh the page, and then we'll it, it maybe it's yours. Go ahead and rewind it back. Potentially it might pop up. I don't know. But my mic is good. You can hear me. You can hear me? Okay, it's too loud. All right, let me turn it down for a second. Anyway, let's go ahead and get to the contributions. <laughs> so I said, we hear you. You heard it all. Okay, we got it. All right, yes. And I meant every single word of it. I meant every single word of what I said. So never say I never said anything positive. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, update your YouTube. Update your browser. It is what it is. All right, we're good. We'll keep it. We'll keep it at that. I don't need to go back. All right, <laughs> poor ladies, man. All right, here we go right here. Shout out to, uh, what do we got here, bro, on Venmo? Do I need to show Cash App some love? I probably do. I'm behind. Let's see here. Let's see. We got Brian Horsley in the building with a sponsorship. Appreciate you, coach. Thank you, man. I really appreciate you, brothers and sisters. Shout out to Christopher Zen. I did a 24-hour guitar playing run. He says, hashtag, pay the cost. Invest in yourself. Shout out to you, man. All right, hope you use the guitar pick, not a fingers, man. I know your fingers are bleeding right now. Dave Olympus, what's your opinion about people buying land? Shit hitting the fan. Land is where it is. Land is where it is. Even if you don't put anything on that land, it still has value. Once you start putting something that people might want on that land, it has value. And then you can also control, depending on how the land is um, going to be designated. Um, is it commercial land? Is it industrial land? Is it what type of land? Farmland, aggy, agricultural land? Is it land that you can put multi-purpose houses on it? Can you throw your trailer on the land? Does the land have, I mean, there's a lot of things that you need to consider there. 
but land gives you flexibility for sure. Um, for instance, if you own land in an area and shit hits the fan or you just got to get away, you could actually do whatever you want on that land. Um, many people own housing in housing tracts where there's land ownership, right? You own land under there, but it does you no good. You can't grow no shit under there if it's part of a housing association. You can't do nothing with that land without getting signatures from your neighbor. Like you really are limited as to what you can do with said land. But if you own land away from the city, then you can actually do whatever you need to do with that land. You can grow a farm on that land if you want to. All right. Anyway. And uh, all of that stuff. So again, somebody says, huh? I don't know what's going on. Yeah, you could build a bunker. He says, buy land. They're not making it anymore. And, uh, oh, just so you guys know, they're busting in immigrants like crazy. Guys, uh, you ninjas, the, the, the ninja community, as uh, also known as the uh, community. I know you guys want me to dice everybody up. We should be dicing each other up already. All right. White people dice themselves up into class. It's time. It's far too time. But the black community needs to dice each other up by class as well. All right. So we do sometimes call everybody the community. There's no such thing as the community. There are elites and there are middle class and there are lemmings and there are ninjas. I mean, it is what it is. But with that being said, uh, the black vote is being watered down. Uh, the, what, what, what you want to achieve in this country is going to be watered down because the competition is arriving by the day. They're arriving by the day. I think somebody said this. Somebody said this. There is going to be, and I don't know who said this. I always want to give people their just due. I believe that there's a certain segment of Americans, mostly politicians, that have it in mind. I know there's a population control agenda, but there's also an agenda in which they want to put a billion people in America. Okay, I heard this and I was like, you know, that's actually true based on what I see, this conversation about immigration. And it's not just Mexicans. It's actually least Mexicans. It's many people from Cuba. It's many people from the Middle East. It's many people from uh, Africa, Nigeria. It's many people from all over the world, including Central America that are coming here by the busload, 75 busloads of immigrants landed in Chicago, sanctuary cities. So what I'm telling you is this, what is the point of all this? What is the point? Number one, they want to put a billion people here on in America, which is going to, that's they're trying to triple the population. There's only 360 some million. There's only two places that have billions and that would be India and China. And when you put a billion people in the amount of land that's available, you're going to actually have to open up so I'm thinking of this business-wise. This isn't political. What is the business? Because people think it's just political. What is the business side of this? That means there's going to be more people here. Okay? Where are they going to put these people? They're going to probably, if you own land somewhere, these people are going to need a place to live. They're probably going to start opening up places that were potentially places where, which people thought were uninhabitable or places where we wanted to protect. Right? And there's places in Vegas, they're building it all the way out into places that are far, far away, right? In the middle of what people 20 years ago would call the middle of nowhere, okay? So in a land situation, you should probably thinking about, they're probably going to push into habitable places like in the middle of New Mexico, truth or consequences, New Mexico, and in between that, where they're just going to build up and create infrastructure to support, not in a great way, but support well enough for people who want to live there and come into this country 
But that being said, if you're thinking of the ninja community, y'all are basically getting canceled out. There's just they're canceling out the importance of you. They gave you 400 years to figure it out. You guys haven't figured it out yet. So if you're impoverished in the community or you're waiting for the government to help you, I'm letting you know, and I've been saying this, they have no intentions of helping you. It's not even on the agenda. Just understand that. They're, it's not even on the agenda. It's not even the 50th, 11th in importance of helping you or reparating you. They've, they've given you plenty of opportunity and it just hasn't worked out. I'm sorry. They're replacing you by the busload. And I was going to talk about this earlier, all right, but they already done snapped on me. Thanos snapped on me, which means rural areas are going to be impacted. They're going to flood or people in cities now are going to flood to rural areas to avoid the busloads of people being dropped off. All right. So it's going to be one of the two. Some some people are going to need a place to live on the business side of this. How does that impact you? There's only so much land you probably want to get in now. All right. As opposed to when need, there's a need and you're trying to get in and it's too late. All right. This is what I'm thinking. This is this is how I think things through. You got to you got to think politically and then combining it to a business. You got to think, OK. What is it going to look like in 20 years? If they're busing people in today, these people are going to have people. So they're busing in 2 million people, but that's going to create in 20 years. This is going to mean 6 million people per year. You times that by how many years they're busing people in. We're talking easily hundreds of millions of people. But in 20 years, this is going to equate to hundreds of millions of people. Okay. These people are going to need jobs. These people need. And then you're probably going to say these people can't contribute very much on the legal end because there's so much here. So start, start thinking third dimensionally. Start thinking third dimensionally. Stop thinking of what can they do tomorrow to help me because they're not thinking tomorrow. The people in power are not thinking tomorrow. They're thinking 20, 50. These people are thinking beyond when they're going to be living. Right, the people that are making the policies today, they're thinking about a hundred years from now. They're thinking about forty years from now. They're not thinking about tomorrow, and I'm not thinking about helping you get through your problems tomorrow. I want people to understand that. That's how I would think, and that's how I actually think about my life. I'm always thinking ten years ahead. What is it going to look like for me ten years ahead? What is it going to look like for me five years ahead? Tomorrow has already been planned. If you're thinking about tomorrow, it's too late. If you don't have a fix for tomorrow, it's too late. Okay, I'm thinking about five years from now. And now my decision today, is it going to affect me and my plans for five years from now? You guys are playing checkers. We're over here playing chess. And the people in power, they're playing chess on you. And you're playing checkers. Yeah. All right. When I'm for, I'm 46 now in five years, I'll be 51. That means the junior college girls that I'm going to be with right now. <laughs> I'm sorry. The junior college girls that I'm going to be with in, at age 51. I'll stop right there. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Hmm. No, I can't say it. I can't say it. <laughs> but what's real is what's real. Are you a freshman at the university? 
No, no. <laughs> you look like no. a freshman. <laughs> it's something that I really don't want to admit, but you do the math. <laughs> All right, anyway. All right, shout out to let's get let's get it done here. All right. Mm, we're gonna call you Mr. Piazza in the building. All right, he says, my loitering fee coach. He says, what is the best way to send you a picture I took in my neighborhood you'd be interested to see? Uh, try to email it to me, I would say. Uh, CoachGregAdams at gmail.com. Uh, anyway. <laughs> All right, shout out to Zero Fallout. Shout out to you for co-sponsoring. He says, you get censored because your message prevents men from spending money on the love economy. Other RP still pushing men to run game and marry so they are tolerated he says you're effing up their cash flow and they're mad this is true a lot of your red pill consecrated and i'm not dissing I, again i'm not sneak dissing they're purple pill they're purple pill 100 if not blue pill all right so i'm not dissing them again i'm not dissing them but they're certainly purple pill they have nowhere even close to red pill many of them are married not saying that you can't be red pill and married, but Many of them still trying to hope for dates. Many of them still trying to change minds of women. I've given that up a long time ago. That's that would be what red pill is. Many dudes are purple pill. It's not a it's not a negative thing, right? I'm not saying that's negative, but I just want people to know it's not a diss. It's not a diss. They're super duper purple pill, and if not blue pill. And they're framing themselves as red pill, and they're not even close. They're not even on the damn same side of the uh, sidewalk as red pill. <laughs> All right, but it is what it is. All right, shout out to Derek. He says, uh, I stopped. Oh, I got that one already. Okay, I caught up to everybody on Bimmo. <laughs> That's the sneak desk. It's not a sneak disc. I'm not trying to sneak this, but I can see it. Most people can't see it, right? And the reason why I can see it is, again, most people can only see my back because I'm walking three steps ahead of them. I've already been where you are. And there's pretty much nothing, you know, you can't teach an old dog new tricks. I am who I am. So if you're, if you're less experienced than me, if you're less financially stable than me, if you're less... um lesser in age to an extent although age doesn't define there ain't nothing i ain't never seen it your way there's very little you can tell me <laughs> right there's very little you could just basically try to just stay under the radar of cga um i actually used to tell my and and if you think i'm a mean guy i tell my family members all of this stuff i tell my family members these things so a lot of people think i'm mean and i'm I tell my family members, stay under the radar of me. Because if you get on my radar and you try to lock and load on me, this is not good for you. You want to be, I'm a very patient man. I got a lot of patience. I was blessed by the good Lord with patience. Meaning if you're not on my radar and you just stay invisible and just get the trickle down of the genius that is CGA. You'll be good. I'm a benevolent monarch. I'm a cool king. That's how I operate because I know what I contribute back to people and mostly women. I know what I contribute back. You're going to win 
if you hitch your wagon to this star. However, if you if you alert me, if I get an alert and you're on my radar, I will seek to destroy you. <laughs> my job then is to terminate your ass. I mean, not in a literal sense, but I am going to put you again. It's black and white with me. You're either on this side of the street with me or you're on the other side and I can see it. Stay under the radar. I always tell this. I tell my kids that fly under the radar. Do not get up here putting me up and alerting me. Fly under the radar. I tell my ex-wife this. You guys need to fly under the radar. You're not the big dog. You're never going to be me. Fly under the radar. As soon as you try to get on my radar, kaboom. I told my mom this. I tell family members this. Act like, act like I don't see you and you'll be fine. I'll hook you up. I'll be gracious. If you're in a relationship with me, fly under the radar. Never try to get up in here. <laughs> soon as you do that, you're done. Kaboom. It's, it's over for you. Fly under the radar. You guys need to start applying that. Or I also tell you guys, you have a velvet rope that enters into a VIP section. Nobody, everybody that flies under the radar, you get to get in behind the velvet rope. Just get in here and don't distract me. Soon as you get in there and you start causing ruckus and thunder and lightning, you're eliminated. I let you in the velvet rope, the VIP of my life, and now you came in here with all this thunder and lightning. I got to get rid of you. You're done, and there's no coming back. The boat's loaded, and the train is leaving the station always, every day. We run a route. I leave the station every day. If I'm leaving your ass behind, I am not slowing up, and I am not coming back to the station. But this is how I live my life. All right, anyway, I'm a little bit of a terminator. I'm a, I'm a tiny tyrant. A lot of people want to say, well, you're just a tiny tyrant. Yes, I do. I admit it. I'm letting you know. It's not a flaw. It's not a character flaw. It's who I am, and it's what makes me who I am. <laughs> Don't try to try to bring me down to your level because you have a uh, you're taller than me. That means nothing to me, and that's never meant anything to a tyrant. Most tyrants are tiny. <laughs> All right. Anyway, I don't have time for people, man. I don't have time for the game. Like, if you get in my way, it's, look, lead, follower, get out of my way. The best place you can be is to get out of my way. Do not get in my way, all right? I'm actually going somewhere. You get in my way, I'm going to just run you over. I just don't have time. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know, man. This would make me who I am. All right, shout out to, did I get um, Elton? He says, what's the number of the little Latina dominatrix asking for a friend? All right, he like him a little Latina. I do, too. And I want to see a picture of her, but I don't have the number. I do have the number to her roommate, however. Here we go. Where are we at here? All right, shout out to the dictator says, from the dark side, he said, the dark side is in the building, free agent for life. <laughs> yeah, I'm not about rationing out. I'll be nice. I'll drive around and give y'all turkeys like in New Jack City. If you leave me alone, I will drive around and give you a truckload of turkeys. All right, I will do my part. But if you start demanding of me and telling me what I should do and I'm this and that, oh, I got to, you ain't getting nothing from me. I'm, there's no in between when it comes to CGA. And this is not just lip service. Many people have found out. All right. 
y'all want me to put the number in the chat from the little Latina dominatrix? Did I get my man Damien with the co-sponsorship? I did. That was a long time ago. And we got everybody. Look, you guys have a great weekend. Be nice to each other. Yes, I'm going to be a Nino Brown. I'll give it. I'll be like, hey, you know what? Trickle down economics. We can't all hold on to it. Let's help the people who need to be helped and be gracious. Don't ask me why I got these type of turkeys. I'm going to take the free turkey I gave to you. All right, shout out to the Coach Gabe. Be good this weekend. If you're acting up, have bail money. It is a holiday weekend. Do not act up and get thrown in the clink. You're going to be in there till Tuesday. Tuesday, I always remind you guys of a holiday weekend. If you act up and get smacked up on Friday, you're in there until Tuesday at the earliest. So do not act up. Keep your bail money. All right, keep your bail money active. Try to get out. and don't, it, Listen, on holiday weekends, I never go out on Friday. <laughs> Never go out on Friday night of a holiday weekend because if something went left, you're in there till Tuesday before you see the judge. Don't do it. If you're going to go out on a holiday weekend, go out on Sunday. All right, Sunday. Do not go out Friday, Saturday night. That's for the weekend warriors who are weekday cowards go out. That's the weekday cowards that go out on Friday, Saturday of a holiday weekend. You go out on Sunday because it's essentially a Saturday. And if you get acted up, you can go out and you ain't in the clink for four days. Shout out to the coach. He said stanking and everything. Armpit stanking. All right. Shout out to the coach game. Enjoy your weekend. This is for the married folks right here. This is what your weekend's going to look like. Are you serious? I, I I had a chili dog for lunch. Okay. I'm a little bloated. I, I did like 18 loads of laundry today. No exaggeration. Pretty sure it was 18. I'm tired. I haven't showered in three days, and I smell like a bag of onions. Is any of this turning you off? Nothing. No, I, I, I don't want to cuddle. I know what cuddling means. Cuddling means that at some point your pants come off, and I have to do things. I don't want to cuddle. I won't go to sleep. Are you serious? It's a school night. Those are my pants, not your pants. Can I help you? Did you lose something? Seriously? I'm on my period. You pouting? Are you seriously pouting right now?